Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 42 of the SoCo Show. This is Cody Michael, joined as always by Seth Ott. Hiya. And a very special guest this week. John Cena. Jared Buckendall joins the show. Woo! Welcome, Jared. Wow, you guys, you got the technology going on this one. <laughs> uh, we told you. We told you. <laughs> Significant upgrade since we yeah, last spoke. I thought, yeah, I thought you had to all add that all in in post, but oh, this no. is live. This is a live show. Live, baby, live. That's how we keep the energy up is with our dumbass sounders. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we last talked uh, in December. We have oh, not yeah. spoken since. No, yeah. not, not at, at all. all. No, nope. I disappeared. I went into hibernating. <laughs> There's a big movie that drove me out. <laughs> That's why I'm here. Yeah, so we uh, made the trip, Seth and I, over to Des Moines uh, and went to Avengers last night. Uh, don't worry, folks out there, if you haven't seen Avengers yet, we're not going to talk about it here, uh, so don't worry about spoilers. Batman's in it. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, make sure, though, that you go out and check out the ride home. Uh, which you can find on uh, YouTube. Make sure you're Buckendall. <laughs> oh my god. I didn't expect that. I'm calling it quits. I'm out of here. <laughs> so make sure you go out there and watch that. We had Jared on the on the ride home as well, and we had a lengthy yeah, conversation. Make sure you set aside home. like an hour and a half. And yeah, go. it was a very girthy conversation. <laughs> we drove from Des Moines to Cedar Rapids for this one. Oh man, the, the, there, it was thick with topics. Yes. And so, uh, if you want all the spoiler talk, that's where that's where you can find it. Uh, our kind of initial reactions to Avengers. So go out there and ch- and check that out as where, well. Where can you find that again? Where can you find it? At Jared Buckendall. <laughs> <laughs> On YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and now Stardust. And now Stardust. It, you know what's even better is. And don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to this channel. <laughs> Until <laughs> next time. I'll, I'll see, see you later. later. You know what's great is after, even after next week, we're going to use that and we're going to have so much I'm fun. Use it all the time. <laughs> just, <laughs> I'm surprised you haven't picked that up before and just thrown it in there. I talked about it with Seth, I think, last week. And I was I like, forgot. I got to have that as a sounder. And I thought it'd be funny to wait until we had you here. I completely forgot about it. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, big weekend ahead. Uh, we're recording super early. Uh, it's Friday, Friday the 27th right now. So this will be a week before you guys out there are listening to it. But tonight, uh, big stuff. We're going to go see Kevin Smith, Seth, uh, Hollywood Babylon. HBO. That's what they call it. Hollywood Babylon. Oh, I thought it was going to be on HBO. I was like, <laughs> oh, my. I, was like, I didn't yep. bring an outfit for that. <laughs> yep. Kevin Smith, Ralph Garman, Hollywood Babylon, live at Woolies. Hopefully uh, we get to maybe interact with them a little bit. We'll see. That would be pretty cool. I like those guys. Not nearly as much as you, Seth. Uh, very uh, highly excited to hear your fangirl screams. Ah! Yeah, pretty much, that's pretty much it, I guess. <laughs> Is Prince here? <laughs> Have you seen the uh, the Animaniacs joke with Prince? I can picture it in my mind, but I don't remember what it Have you seen is. it, Seth? No. So, uh, in the Animaniacs, I saw this on a list of like dirty adult jokes that are hidden in, in uh, c- uh, cartoons. And it's... Uh, they're investigating like a crime scene for whatever reason, and one of them says, uh, "We got to find some fingerprints." And then another one of the Animaniacs comes walking back out and uh, is carrying prints in, in his arms. And uh, the original guy goes, "No, no, no! I said fingerprints." And the guy goes, "No, gross." <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was before its time. Yeah, Ugh. there's a lot of those fun like. Nick, the, there's a Nick account on Facebook, a, like a Nickelodeon account, that does um, 
like it's called NSFW. N- uh, like Nick was fucking weird or something like that. And, <laughs> and, 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 no, that's not safe for work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but like they they changed Nick shows were freaking oh, weird. That's oh, okay. Nick shows okay, freaking okay, weird. Okay. And uh, and they show like adult stuff that they wrote in. Like I watched one where uh, is Hey Arnold and Helga and Arnold are walking out of the front door and you could see a window and it looked like some guy was eating a woman's ass. What? <laughs> no. <laughs> the gooch. Yeah. <laughs> Going right for the Grendel. She was eating uh, some butt soup. Oh, we hit all three words of the day. That is it. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Where's the word of the day? Bye. Sounder. That is, uh, that is, there's a sounder. At Jared Buckingham. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm going to get so many subscribers for that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um... <laughs> A lot of fun stuff on the show today. Uh, we're going to do some some movie lists. Uh, we're going to talk uh, 2018 so far, uh, summer movie season, what, what's highly anticipated. And, of course, uh, as any good uh, podcast would do, uh, we're going to rank some Marvel movies uh, after the release of Avengers. So we're going to get into all of that. Uh, we have a little bit of news. Seth, Seth brought some news to share with the group. Uh, so we'll get into that. But we have to start, as always, with Sheet Tweets. I call you a punk. Inspirational quote time. Hashtag Monday motivation. Work hard to attain the success, but work more hard to maintain the success. Otherwise, go fuck yourself. <laughs> That's actually a good one. Yeah. That's actually a good one. Yeah. I, I did leave it out because it would have ruined the flow of me saying this, but he spelled success the first time. S-U-C-C-D-S-S. So he was really pumped about this tweet. <laughs> success. I feel inspired by that, though. Like, you know, I'm, ready to, I'm ready to get out there and do some shit. That's yeah. great and all, and we're inspired and everything, but where's the Rob Thomas tweets at? It's, it's been, been a, a while since some Rob Thomas. Yeah. Severe lack of Rob Thomas. There well, might have been a falling out. Who knows? Could have been. Well, if you're listening, Sheik, and we know you are, uh, bring back the Rob Thomas tweets, tweets. We want to hear more so we can put them in Sheik tweets. I call you a punk. So this is the portion of the show where we always bring up Audible. Of course, you can go to audibletrial.com slash SoCo to get your first 30 days for free. Free. And, of course, your first book credit for free. Free. <laughs> Jared, you ever do the audiobook thing? I sure have. Yeah, what are some of your faves? Uh, but, uh, duh, That's duh, a good one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. The uh, Z's and Sorry book. Um, is it Modern Romance? Modern Romance, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That might be a, a little... Uh... <laughs> He, he, he probably should have taken his own advice with that one. Oh, jeez. <laughs> hey, he, yeah, I'm not even going to get into it. <laughs> didn't you read cha- Didn't you read that chapter? What? If she says no, just move her hand back onto the penis. <laughs> I feel really terrible. Like, me, I wanted to get that joke out of me because it was rotting my insides, but now For I feel weeks even worse. And weeks. <laughs> Not saying it out loud. It just doesn't sound no. as good. Uh. That joke is sponsored by at Jared Buckendall. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, did I pull up with it? Did I, yeah, did I pull up? <laughs> That's what she said. Aziz didn't. Oh. <laughs> oh my gosh. We have to cut this entire segment. Get a new book. Yeah, we this stuff. Well, Audible's not going to let us talk about it. <laughs> Google Play. <laughs> 
Oh, so perhaps for the last time, at least until they hear this, uh, make sure you're going out. Once again, that's audibletrial.com slash SoCo. First 30 days and your first book credit for free. <laughs> I forgot. Free. You have one. Okay, so what you don't see, what you don't see if you're listening at home is, is the deep thought that Seth goes into before making his free noise. Well, I forgot to do it at first, and then, then I decided I made it, I turned it into like an awkward, like. And then like. Hey. The contortion of the face and head around the noise uh, is second to none. It, it really is top-notch stuff. Just what I'm saying is Seth Seth is working hard for you folks here. So <laughs> I hope you appreciate the entertainment. Oh, my gosh. Uh, let's get into the fucking show, okay? We're going to quickly move through some news. Uh, let's start with just a little bit of video games. Video games. Whoa! We're going to talk uh, just a little bit of God of War here. At the- no, I'm just talking. <laughs> I was like, what? For the eighth time. <laughs> we, we are contractually obligated to bring it up, but we won't talk about it anymore I love than it. that. Uh, really, I just wanted to get some BS news in there because I wanted to play the sounder. But um, <laughs> the only piece of video game news that I saw was for the new Spider-Man game that's coming out in Hey, September. Spider-Man! Hey, Spider-Man! <laughs> Uh, I, God, I meant to pull that off oh. and put that as a soundboard too. Basically, our whole soundboard is going to be you. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's the Jared board. The JB. The Jared board. The, the, Boom. Yeah. Oh. Boom. Oh. Well, you now it's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have a Jared board. Uh, new Spider Man game. You're going to have the Iron Spider as yeah. a playable suit. Yeah. I hope the arms come out of his back. That'd be that'd, awesome. That yeah. would be pretty cool. Um, and there's conversation to be had around that, but we'll save it for the Marvel talk. Um, but yeah, basically a BS reason to bring up uh, video games. So let's move on uh, very, very briefly to sports. Sports! And boom goes the dynamite. NFL draft was last night. And just as a heads up, if you're looking for us to uh, discuss some of the picks, we're going to save that for next week. Uh, so make sure you're back on episode 43 uh, and we'll talk about our reactions to some of the picks. Uh, Baker Mayfield making waves going number one to the Browns. So uh, we'll talk about that and a little bit more next week. So make sure that you come back for that. But uh, this is not a sports episode. This is an entertainment episode. So let's get on. Uh, we got a little TV news. That's what she said. TV. Got a couple pieces of TV news here. Uh, one, one of my favorite childhood Nickelodeon shows is returning this summer. Double Dare. Ooh. Yeah. Is it Double Dare or Double Dare 2000? <laughs> Double Dare 2000 is pretty sweet, but Double Dare Just the original. The, the original with mm-hmm. the tongue and all that jazz. Yeah, the nose. You pick the nose, yeah. get the shit out of there. I'm pumped. I can't wait. Um, I just pick my nose. I don't think Mark Summers will be back because it sounds like he has some health issues, but mm-hmm. we'll see. I'm excited. Instead of Mark Summers, they should get Joe Winters. Oh my gosh! Um, what, Zing! What were, <laughs> Jared Buckendall. <laughs> what were uh, some of your guys' favorite like Nick shows of that style though? That in the nineties and two thousands. I think the the obvious ones, Guts. Do 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 you have it? But my my favorite had to have been Legends of the Hidden Temple. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Blue Barracudas, so. Purple Monkeys. I think <laughs> I can't remember. I hope you're right, or that sounds kind of racist. <laughs> Uh, I should have started a counter for how many that's gotta be the 12th or 13th one hope you're not sick of that yet viewers we're like 5 minutes in Yeah. (laughs) nice to have I mean the cashing in on the nostalgia Mm -hmm. as always because they already do like a Nick like a a night type thing on Saturdays I think it's like Nick Splat or something like that where they bring back (laughs) (laughs) gross Nick Splat (laughs) 
They they do like the old '90s shows. Is that when they bring back like Slime Time Live and all that stuff? That'd be great. Dude. That would be yeah. Slime I remember watching that all the time. Yeah, and then like Rocket, like they'd have the mm-hmm. Summer Beach House or whatever, where it'd be like three hours of one cartoon, <laughs> Cat Dog, Rocket Power, all that stuff. Yeah, I used to watch the shit out of that and eat Cinnamon Toast Crunch. <laughs> it's a specific ass memory, I know. Yeah. It's one that I have. You know, it's funny. You're a kid, and Slime Time Live is from, like, 3.30 to 5, like, mm-hmm. right after school. Yeah. And now yep. when you're an adult, Slime Time is, like, Saturday night at 2 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> after you got home and you're alone. Once, one, once a year. <laughs> at Jared Buckendall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do see that one coming. <laughs> um, we'll move on from Yeah, what other, you got any other TV news? Uh, one other piece of TV news. They announced the Emmys host this week. Uh, it's going to be Colin Jost and Michael Che. They're hosting. Oh, nice. Really? Yeah. So I was already excited for them because that's all I do is watch TV. But now I'm even more excited because those guys are hilarious. That should be cool. I like those guys. You're a Saturday Night Live yeah, fan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Weekend update. They're always good. Their chemistry is great. I mm-hmm. love those two together. They they go back and forth. It's hilarious. I like how relatively informal it is. Like mm-hmm. they'll break or they'll like comment on the other guy's joke and stuff, mm-hmm. whatever. They, have a, they do have a good back and forth. Yeah. And it's always, I mean, it's easy and obvious, but they do a lot of like black and white jokes between each other. And yep. I... I they always get me. I don't think yeah. it's ever too much. My favorite one is is uh, uh, Stefan when he comes on and he like he'll be like Moonlight, La La Land. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look out for the Emmys. When are they? They're not for a while. Yeah, it's, I think it's summerish. End time. of this like September. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I would propose a competition for them, but no fucking way because that's your territory. <laughs> Okay, let's get into the reason we're all here, and of course this week, that is movies. Butt stuff. I don't have a butt stuff sounder, so. <laughs> what oh, wait, wait, wait. be? At Jared Buckley. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's go to movies. Quiet on the set. Can we please have quiet on the set? Movies. Movies this week, brought to you by our Pop-Tart of the Week, Whole Grain Brown Sugar Cinnamon. <laughs> Crazy good. So, like I said, we're going to get into our uh, our lists in a second, but Seth, sounds like you got some uh, movie news as well. All right, so we got a, we got a few pieces of news. CinemaCon was this week, uh, so that's a big, like, all the studios, I don't even, did Disney and Marvel have anything? I don't remember. Uh, I think they had Lion King. Okay, yep, that's yeah. right. That's right, yep. Yep. Uh, but a bunch of news came out. Some things that pertain to kind of more recent stuff, stuff we're excited about, newer news. For one, John Wick 3. Uh, which was already announced. They announced a release date and kind of a plot synopsis for it. All right, so the release date is May seventh, May seventeenth, two thousand nineteen, for John Wick Chapter Three, which should be the final final installment of the John Wick trilogy. Um, basically, the synopsis is kind of what you expect. It takes place in New York. Um, he has a bounty. 14, he has a fourteen million dollar bounty on his head uh, for breaking the rules of the Continental and killing that guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, spoilers for John Wick Two, but you should see it by now because it's awesome. Um, also, it's still amazing if you know what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's ex- excommunicado, as I say a bunch of times. Um, but yeah, basically, it, a lot of people speculated that it was going to be a, like an international flair to it, going to be all over the world, him being chased down, but New York. I, I'm glad that it's going to be centralized in New York. Just stuck there, yeah. yeah. What, what do you guys think? Are you, are you excited for this for this one? Yeah, I, I am. Like the second, the first one, I didn't catch until it was actually on like Redbox or something. I was like, "Why did I miss this movie?" And then I saw the second one, the opening scene where he's trying to get his car back. It just sucks you in. Yeah. Like, I mean, it, it's not like top five of the year or whatever, but mm-hmm. it's awesome action. Keanu Reeves is great. I I love that character, yeah. and it's going to be interesting where this one kind of goes and 
how many bount like bounty hunters or other mm-hmm. killers are going to be coming after him. Yeah, none of the the plot details do not fucking matter to me. Right. Uh, I'm just here to see some necks get punched, yeah. some heads get shot, <laughs> some balls kicked in, some balls get kicked. Uh, yeah, the, these John Wick is uh, a, a favorite of the show. I think it made Seth your your top five of eighteen. Yeah. Uh, last and that was the last time you were on, Jerry. Yeah. Um, so yeah, obviously a favorite of ours. Uh, it, it could be set. I don't care where it's set. It could be set in Wichita, Kansas, for all I care. Nice. I'm just glad. It, I'm glad it's going to be more boxed in like that in New York because. Uh-huh. Because the last one even is more international. They went overseas for that one. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's kind of getting back to the roots of the first one. And it's going to be... Really, it's like they're going to be trying chasing him down. But it's really like they got to get the fuck away from him. Because he's going to he's gonna tear some shit up. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm excited. What do you think... Uh, what precious item of his do you think they're going to harm in this one? There's nothing this time. He, he's, on a, he's, on a, he's on a mission, right? He's now. just out for blood. Yeah. He, he wants to collect their blood. I like it. Is it going to be him and his dog just taking these guys out? (laughs) Yeah. I hope by now he's trained that dog to help him kill people. That'd be pretty dope. Well, one other piece of news we got. Um, Not as exciting as they announced Quiet Place 2 this week. Uh, Of course, that's one of our favorite movies this year that we've seen. Uh, You can check out the ride home from from, uh, Quiet Place on... At Jared Buckendall. YouTube channel. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you did a he did a review of that as well. Yeah, at Jared Buckendall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at Jared Buckendall. <laughs> I don't even have to talk. Just, <laughs> literally, just play those two back and forth. Jared's on every week this, <laughs> from now on. Uh, you, you won't know what's recorded and what's live. <laughs> but. Uh, no, they announced the sequel this week. Uh, we even talked about it after the movie came out. What we thought, what we thought about a sequel. I know I'm not excited for it, um, just because I thought the story was a really well self-contained story. But I mean, what do you think? What I mean, a, what do you think about the the sequel in general? And b, what what do you think could make it a cool sequel? Um, I agree with the fact that it's just like this great standalone movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, it kind of tied up everything. Um. I would say it would be interesting to maybe jump to a completely different part of the world. Mm. Like, maybe this is only happening in the U.S., who knows. But if this were to jump over to a different setting, I could maybe get behind that. Okay. Kind of like The Last of Us, but, like, not following those two characters, but going somewhere completely different. Mm -hmm. It's frustrating because, yeah, they they do such a good world build, but part of the great thing about this is you don't understand the world. And it's very self-contained and small, and I enjoyed that. I'm kind of intrigued by the idea of them going larger scale mm-hmm. or going, um, as much as I hate to say it, because I, I generally don't like this idea, uh, going prequel mm-hmm. and showing kind of the fall of civilization or the first the first few days. And that seems like a very cheesy idea. Obviously, The Purge is about to do it. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, and we've seen that a hundred times. Like, how did all this happen? Let's go back and see. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, where I think they have an opportunity, I don't think they can pull off the same shit they did in the first. Mm-hmm. I don't think they can do the super quiet, super tense thing. I think they have to do a hard shift. Yeah. And so I wouldn't mind seeing kind of something in like an action vein where they were originally fighting against these beasts or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there was kind of the loose Cloverfield ties at the outset, so I could see them widening the scope and and uh, little more sci-fi elements and maybe some other creatures and shit. 
I don't know. I'm with you guys, though. I, I think that it would have been better off as a self-contained one-movie mm-hmm. thing. But it's Hollywood, and, you know, this is the kind of shit that happens. Yeah. yeah. The, the Kind of what you're suggesting, the first movie that came to my mind would be, like, almost a World War Z-type movie. Mm-hmm. Where it's kind of like, it first happens, all of these, the military and stuff, they don't know what the heck is going on. So, it'd be nice, but yeah, I totally agree that they're going to have to switch tones to something completely different. Because mm-hmm. they can't do, the, do what they did in this one again. Yeah. yeah. Even if they went, well, another, and there's just another interesting idea in case John Krasinski's listening. And I gotta, I gotta give a quick spoiler warning here for A Quiet Place. Okay, so skip ahead by like 90 seconds or two minutes uh, if you don't want uh, spoilers for A Quiet Place. Um, it'd be kind of cool to see the, to see the mom and daughter uh, and the son, I guess, go out into the, into the world with that information that they have. And maybe they're murdering a bunch of the beasts on the way, but they're like on a mission to go find the military or whoever it is there is to find mm-hmm. to kind of spread the word. That could be kind of cool. Yeah. Continuation of their story. But uh, I don't know. That's just thought. Uh, you made a point about um, Purge and how like the world, like it, the movies are now about the world building. It's not about the original people. Mm-hmm. Because the first movie wasn't great, you know, like that's it's the opposite effect with Quiet Place. Like we, the movie was great. We want to keep it in the one movie. But they it made so much money and it was successful that they want to b- build the world. Like mm-hmm. it's like the opposite effect. I would rather have a great one movie than have a bunch of mediocre movies that could ruin the mm-hmm. first one. But yeah, I think they'll they have potential to to put a taint <laughs> on <laughs> the original. But that movie's so good. Like even if the second through eighth that they end up making are sh- dog shit, the first one will always be very good. And so, um, you know. But then does it get like that saw? type of thing because the first saw which was good yeah um was i don't think it was anywhere near as good as quiet place um people don't say that you know that 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 franchise as a whole is looked at as a joke now yeah yeah and it's a really good point i don't know i guess we'll have to see i mean i i do have a certain amount of trust for these guys though uh they wouldn't clearly they cared about the project you know they're not they're not some. They're not studio writers cranking out a shitload of projects, you know. But I don't know um, who's coming back to write or direct it either. They didn't announce Krasinski or the other two guys to write oh, it. Oh, yeah. Because um, I think, and it's being made by Paramount and Platinum Dunes, which is Michael Bay. And you know how much trust I have in Michael Bay. Ugh. Yeah, if they don't keep the same writing and directing and production team, yeah. then I'm will be very nervous. But if yeah. they do, then I'll have confidence that they care enough about the about the source material to yeah. do it justice. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, that was a good one. Quiet Place Two, uh, on the way. Yep. No release date, nothing like that. It's still a ways out. No, yeah. Time out. No I'm time. assuming it would be two summers or so for now. Cool. Uh, final thing. Jared, you did a, a reaction to Venom, right? The trailer? At Jared uh, Washington. No, I didn't. You did the original. I did, I did, yeah, I did the original, but I did like a Stardust one quick because I was busy. Uh, yeah, 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 that's yeah. what I saw. But no, I watched trailer. The overall tone of the story looks like general, generic Sony action movie. I mm. do like the dual personality of... The symbiote. <laughs> I don't like the way they say that. The symbiote. Um, of Are they the, foreign? It's Jenny Slate that says it. Yeah, it's, it's fucking really least, it's, it's like, <laughs> I think humans and symbiotes need to work together. I don't like that. Symbiotes. It's Mona, and she Mona says Lisa it like from. Oh, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> <But>, Money, please. <laughs> Money. Um, I do, yeah, I do like the whole kind of the setup where it's going to be this guy having conflict within himself and part of him is going to want to do good. The other part's obviously bad. 
Um, yeah. I do the, the CGI. That's not near being done. <laughs> I, I don't like the look of like when he flies off the motorcycle. Mm. I'm not digging that right now. Of like the goo just bring him back and whatnot. I, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, but then like the the reveal of the costume, which <laughs> Elizabeth <laughs> Banks had a hilarious tweet about that, and I rewatched it. I couldn't I couldn't get it out of my mind now. Yeah. But I do like the look of the costume, the the voice of yeah. the symbiote. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What what what's your thought on it? I I'm I'm mildly excited. Yeah. I, I like the idea of an antihero where he's he's battling good versus evil like he wants to be the good side the symbiote's like no we're gonna do symbiote. that <laughs> symbiote whatever yeah <laughs> um so i think that's gonna be cool uh i thought the cgi yeah like the 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 shit coming the out of his tendrils arms. or yeah, whatever that was that was fine uh i thought the suit looked cool though um the just the thing coming over his head with the dick out of his mouth yeah yeah big old penis out of his mouth. <laughs> um i'm excited I, mildly excited yeah yeah i i'm i'm curious about it but the thing that i also am worried about is this obviously they have come out and said that spider-man is not connected to this is in this i don't know how that's gonna work because can they build a franchise off of just the Venom character See, without Spider-Man? Peter Parker might appear as Peter Parker. Yeah, just as Peter Parker, but like Spider-Man supposedly cannot be in this movie. Huh. But if Venom does great, I'm sure that they're going to be like, okay, we'll include him in the Spider-Man movies, if not the MCU. Huh. I love Venom. He's like... Venom, Venom, Venom. <laughs> wow! Wow! <laughs> Uh, Venom is one of my two favorite, uh, you know what, he's like top three or four favorite um, Spidey villains, and I hope, I hope, 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 hope it's good. Uh, I, I still don't have a lot of confidence in it, we shall see, but I, I'm still hopeful. Um, let me ask you guys this, are they going more for a horror, scary tone, or is it becoming more and more just that kind of action? I think more like thriller, it's yeah. like a mix, you know, like action and horror. It doesn't seem like horror to me so much. No. Um, Thriller! Mm-hmm. Hi, Eddie. <laughs> oh, is good. that the voice? Yeah, that's the voice. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of creepy. I don't like it. So that is it for the movie news. Uh, one more thing before we get into our lists here. Uh, Jared brought us a retro recommend. I'm a ticket back in time. Where we're going, we don't need roads. Retro recommend. So That's you guys it. literally <laughs> sprang this on me. And I was thinking, I'm like... <laughs> Mid-bite of your country skillet this morning. <laughs> yeah, ooh, that was mm, so yummy. But uh, you were just... You threw out cockadoodle, what, a couple weeks ago? Cockadoodle. <laughs> <laughs> Not cockadoodle. That's the porno, sorry. <laughs> Rockadoodle. Have you guys seen cockadoodle too? <laughs> oh, God, I keep messing this up. But uh, at first I was like, oh, maybe the Brave Little Toaster. But I was like, eh, eh, whatever. But have you guys seen or uh, the the Arnold Schwarzenegger, The Running Man? No. From like 1987? I Neither have, of you guys have seen no. it? I've heard an, a little about it. I, okay. And I hear it's awesome. Well, I, I wouldn't say it's awesome, but it's like <laughs> stupid fun awesome. Because I'll just give it a quick thing. It's like, uh, suppose, I guess the synopsis here says it's year 19, or 2019, so one year from now. But it's this dystopian future where basically... There's this game show called The Running Man, 
and it's like American gladiators almost, but like they're killing people and whatnot. And there's one person that has to run the running man, but then they have all of these people that are almost like they have special they're themed jesse ventura is in this movie the body yeah former governor of minnesota yes yes yeah, he's okay. he's like the main uh i don't know what they call them like gladiators or uh runners or something i don't know but one of them is like this he's electric themed he has this car and he has like these he shoots electricity i think there's a guy that has a giant chainsaw on a motorcycle like this is basically a video game turned into a movie <laughs> like it is ridiculous because it opens up and it has uh, arnold schwarzenegger and he's working for the good guys supposedly and it's dystopian future like i said and there's people that are rioting because there's not enough food and stuff like that so he's supposed to fly in there in a helicopter and kind of like make a make peace amongst these people but then he gets orders to shoot them all and he's like i can't there's innocent women and children down there <laughs> and then they frame him he goes to jail and then he gets somehow taken on to this game show the running man because someone mm. sees him on uh the host of it is actually a host in real life on one of the game shows back in like the 70s or whatever so it's just it's hilarious because all of these it's almost like uh the purge where all those rich people were paying those poor people to fight basically mm -hmm. oh yeah it's like that but this is a total game show twist on the thing <laughs> huh so definitely go go see this it's it's ridiculous i mean i'm not saying it's like gonna be the best movie ever but if you're yeah. looking for some dumb stupid fun yeah this movie because <laughs> at one point he's trying to, he he escapes jail then he's gonna fly somewhere but then they catch him at the airport because he's using a fake ID or something. And then he's running down the tarmac on foot and they chase him <laughs> and they trap him with like one of those net guns that you would use on a dinosaur. <laughs> and then he goes and he's on the show. Huh. Yeah. If it's got, if it, I, you know what? I thought mm. I was in for the motorcycle and uh, chainsaw. chainsaw combo. I think, I think his name's Buzzsaw too. Oh, of course I gotta, it I gotta is. look up these of names Of course now. it's fucking Buzzsaw. <laughs> Do a little, do a little vamp right now. Him and uh, Chip Hazard. <laughs> yeah, a wrongly convicted man must try to survive a public execution gauntlet staged as a game show. There's a guy named Fireball. Nice. Uh, Jesse Ventura's name is Captain Freedom. <laughs> <laughs> and then the electric guy is Dynamo. The chainsaw guy is Buzz Buzzsaw. There's a guy that freezes stuff. Sub Zero. It's basically like. Uh, Mortal Kombat. That sounds Made into exactly a game like Mortal show. Kombat. Yeah. yeah. I like it. Um, the, do you think uh, Schwarzenegger got his inspiration for his character in Batman vs. Robin from Sub-Zero? <laughs> Hopefully. Chill! Chill! <laughs> Let's kick some ice. What was, the, what was my favorite one of those? Uh, uh, cool party. Cool party. <laughs> <laughs> what killed the dinosaurs? The Ice Age! Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's just basically like, I don't know, there's other games or movies like uh, Hunger Games and stuff that are similar mm. to it, but that came out, what, 1987, I think? Nice. Good stuff. It's definitely an oldie. Uh, gotta love classic Schwarzenegger. I know I'm gonna get that in my list. Uh, I've had it recommended elsewhere, but uh, now that it gets the good old At Jared Buckendall. stamp of approval, then uh, I'm certainly gonna have to watch it soon, so... Uh, thanks for bringing us a retro recommend. Well, we're going. We don't need roads. 
All right, let's get into uh, some fun stuff. We're gonna we're gonna rank some shit. Uh, the one I had last night was Gross. a little bit. Was Not that shit. On, was that on the poop soup? Butt soup. Oh, butt soup. Sorry, yeah. poop soup. Soup. Shoop. Shoop doop doop. A little tushy chowder. <laughs> oh, is that what they call it in New England? <laughs> Minnie making you some chowder. The white or the red? Oh, <laughs> good God. I don't know if we're coming back from that one. It's like we come to expect every time we talk to Jared. Poop jokes. Gotta love poop jokes. Uh, they never get old. Never. Um, okay, what the fuck are we supposed to be doing right now? Uh, we're going to do some, some listing. So uh, let's start. Uh, we'll kind of talk about the year so far, right? So... April has ended, and we're a third of the way through the year. And so uh, let's talk a little bit about some stuff that we've seen so far this year and what stood out to us, and we're each going to rank our top five. So we'll go around, and uh, everybody will talk about their top five movies. And, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see what our each of our favorite movie of the year so far has been. Uh, Seth, you want to kick us off with your number five? I shall. All right, no, coming at number five for me, Black Panther. Ooh, okay. Um, Definitely a good start to the year with superhero movies, of course. Um, Sweet action, great villain, all around fun, but had some had had some good emotional depth to it. Black Panther, my number five. That's a good pick. Uh, We're going to talk about that one again in a little bit. Don't spoil it. (laughs) But uh, yeah, Black Panther's a is it makes my list too. I have a little higher. Uh, My number five uh, was a big surprise for me. Uh, when I caught it, and it was Game Night. Game Ooh. Night. Yeah, uh, in my opinion, the best comedy we've gotten so far this year. Uh, some people disagree. I know Blockers is, is one that uh, people have liked a lot. So, um, the uh, so Game Night. What I liked most about Game Night is it was very funny. It had a lot of really good comedy in it, but it also was just really creatively done. Uh, I thought that the plot was really interesting, and it had enough of like an action movie feel. There were some some actiony scenes that I really enjoyed, and I thought everything kind of landed, and the the thing that really stuck out to me was occasionally between scenes, they would show like that strange angle where it looked like the cars were like pieces moving around a board. Mm -hmm. And that really stuck with me. And then when they were in a car chase, uh, the camera would stay behind the car like a grand theft auto or something. And just the the couple of of choices they made with the way they shot that made, it reminded you always that they were playing a game the whole time. Mm -hmm. And I just thought they did a lot of creative stuff. Plus Jason Bateman is, is fucking hilarious. So Jesse Plemons for me stole that movie. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He was, was, what was his name? I can't remember his name. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, but he, dog and, he was oh. he was by far the best. And then the thing is, like you said, if you took the comedy out of that movie, it's still a good movie. Yeah, it's it, it definitely has a mm-hmm. thriller vibe to it. Thriller. <laughs> uh, number five, I was gonna go with Game Night, but I feel like Blockers, in my opinion, mm. just edged it out. Okay. I I had more fun uh, watching Blockers than I did Game Night. I don't I don't know what I was doing that night or something, but Blockers just. Obviously, from the commercials and stuff, you have John Cena butt-chugging a beer. You know what this movie's going to be about. And also, anything with Ike Barinholtz is just going to be ridiculous and yeah. fun. But it had this strange, like, almost coming-of-age twist on American Pie and this emotional f- level to the kids and the parents. Mm-hmm. Because it was like, oh, my kids are leaving. I need to let them go finally. They need to grow up. They need to have their own lives. I need to, like, get my life under control because that's what I've had to deal with for the last 18 years. And then the kids are like, 
this is the night, like, I'm going to become a woman, basically, but mm-hmm. it in reality, it's it's whatever. It's mm-hmm. one and done, you know, right. two-pump chump, you know. <laughs> Speak for yourself. Yeah, I've <laughs> been there, done that. <laughs> so, pump? yeah, blockers. Okay. Good, I like it. I, between the two, if I were to pick, I, I did prefer Game Night slightly. It, it, it just... <laughs> sorry, Jared. It just, it just... I don't know, Game Night to me felt... It doesn't make my list, but it 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 just felt like a more complete movie like the the adventure part of it kind of what what kept me in and kind of like the mystery to it mm-hmm. was kind of cool so yeah i don't want to disrespect blockers though. i did really enjoy it. I did there's too, some yeah. really funny stuff in there there's some uh, uh there's a couple in there that is wanting to have some very adventurous kind of sexual <laughs> uh experiences and that was hilarious to yeah. me the thing uh, that killed me in Blockers was Leslie Mann behind the TV <laughs> that made me laugh really hard because it came out of nowhere. I did like, too, you mentioned American Pie and the differences between some girls going out and trying to get laid and some guys going out and trying to get laid I thought was interesting. Yeah, I did like that like that nice twist on it. Mm-hmm. And uh, also, uh, Leslie Mann's shoes in the whole movie were hilarious because she's wearing like this skirt but like really, really like a mom-looking shoes. I don't know. <laughs> That's one thing that jumped out at me. Uh, and Cena having his shirt tucked in, and they're trying to yeah. <laughs> party. Uh, yeah, that was good. Blackers was Blackers was good. Those are, I, for my money, the two best comedies we've gotten so far this year. Yes. Yeah. Otherwise, uh, Fifty Shades Free. That's pretty good. <laughs> That's a good comedy. Truth or Dare was pretty funny. Oh shit. <laughs> Number four, me. Number four. What do you got? Number four. Uh, sticking with the the Marvel theme, Avengers: Infinity War. Saying that, saying that last oh, night. Four. Yeah. I'm surprised. Yeah. I completely forgot that that was on our. Yeah. I well, <laughs> Jared just ripped his list. Yeah, <laughs> I don't even feel like Blocker should have made it. <laughs> I uh, I mean, just as a movie, like we, we talked about a lot on the ride home, so watch that. But just as like as a movie, walking out and the way I ranked my top ten last year, the feeling walking out after seeing that, or just sit, having to act, actually sit there through the credits and think about it, um, it was just like whoa, you know, like the feeling walking out of that or sitting there was just like it was. You don't get that with a lot of movies. Mm-mm. And that's how I think about a lot of movies in terms of like how I feel about them. Again, it's not like what I think is the best made movie this year or the best shot, you know, like best directed, best acted. Mm-hmm. The best movie I had, I had the experience. experience yeah. And this, yeah, this, this, this had a, had a profound experience. And this is one, I think, with both lists that we're doing, this and MCU, could move up or down depending on, I'm going to see it again in a week. Mm-hmm. I know that. So um, it could move up or down. I don't think it'll move down, maybe move up. Who knows? But Yeah, I'll have to see. Uh, Avengers will feature heavily today, so I, yeah. I'll, I'll kind of skip ahead before I comment on Avengers. Uh, mm-hmm. My my number four uh, here is, is Ready Player One. Really enjoyed this one. I suspect it might be on one or both of your guys' lists. Maybe not, but um, I thought, uh, you know, going back to the book, uh, I had such a high level of anticipation for this, and I thought the way that they handled it and, and translated it to the big screen was very good. Uh, it was. It makes my list because I had the most just like stupid fun in it. Mm. Um, specifically, I'm thinking about the race scene at the very beginning, yeah. where I'm just uh, the whole time I'm just grinning from ear to ear. And there was a lot of stuff in here. Uh, obviously, it's getting a lot of criticism too. Some people didn't like it as much as others, but I a property that I already loved at getting what I thought was a, a well done uh, movie treatment uh, is is why it makes mine at, at number four there. Oh, it's fucking Chucky. <laughs> yeah. Was good. yeah, that movie is really good. Okay, I messed up my top five, so I, I agree. Ready Player One is really good. Um, but my next one, I'm gonna go with Black Panther. Kind of the same reasons Seth had already mentioned. Mm-hmm. You know, 
Like this, it was a self-contained story, but overall, the MCU it still had its connections with a few of the different characters coming in. But the villain was really good, probably mm-hmm. one of the top three villains in the MCU so far. Mm-hmm. Um, Chadwick Boseman, his character is awesome. Letitia Wright was really mm-hmm. uh, Shuri, just a really likable character. So. I'm really interested and excited to see more from Wakanda and Black Wakanda. Panther. Hopefully, hopefully uh, Shuri does at one point. Maybe they both are in the Black Panther role, mm-hmm. or she does take over the mantle. I, I don't know, but I'm I'm excited for more of that. Yeah, I agree. Number three, uh, number three for me comes in with Love Simon. Mm. Uh, I I really enjoyed this movie. Not I had heavy bias against this movie coming in because. Seeing the actors in it, I was like, they're on the CW. They're not going to be good. <laughs> um, and then Greg Berlanti is the director. He, he runs the CW Arrowverse uh, and Riverdale. So I'm like, there's no way this movie's good, right? And it was a complete, complete surprise to me how good it was. I I love this movie. It had so much heart to it. It was funny. Uh, I don't like, uh, I don't even like, uh, uh, what's her name? Jessica, or not Jessica, uh, Jennifer Garner. There we go. I don't like mm. her. I And I liked her in this movie. Um so no, I I really enjoyed this movie quite a bit. That is very Love Simon's also my number three. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, really enjoyed this one. I was already going to go see it, but then it got a really good review from you, so I mm-hmm. went uh, really shortly after that and saw it. Everything you said is right. I uh, I'm with you. Something you said a second ago was the way that a movie makes you feel is kind of what you remember about it. Yeah. And I felt like so very happy at yeah. certain points, but also there were some really deep emotional moments that really nailed me too. I cried in this movie. Yeah. At one point, so. Uh, yeah, that one really, I, I was roped deeply into this movie and I enjoyed it a lot for a, a lot of the same reasons that you said. And also it's got, got some really good comedy in it yep. too. So, uh, yeah, Love, Simon was, was really good. That's, it's funny that we both have it at number three. That's yeah. good. Hmm. Yeah, no, I actually, I haven't seen that one yet. Oh, yeah. So gotta... I'm going to have to go out there and check it because yeah. that was when I was, uh, out of town or something like that. So I missed that one in my movie viewing. So Very hopefully I can movie. catch that one. Yeah, you definitely I've, I've heard it's good. Yeah. Um, my number three, though, I'm going to go with Annihilation. Mm. It was, uh, I, I, ever since I saw the first trailer and everything like that, it, it just grabbed my attention because I, I do like good sci-fi, and it had similarities to, uh, was it last year's Arrival? Yep. Um, mm. That movie, I remember I didn't catch that in theaters. I watched it on Redbox later on, and I'm like, wow, this is this is great sci-fi. It's really, really good. So this movie definitely has some of that. It's more of a, like a thriller uh, mystery, kind of figuring out what's going on. It makes you really think about things um, in depth. Like this is definitely a hard sci-fi movie. There's there's some thinking. Not everyone's gonna like this movie. Mm-hmm. Like the, I'm, I don't want to spoil anything or whatever. But yeah, you some people will come out and just be like, wow, this this gives me a lot of to think about. Mm-hmm. But some people might just be like, well, I don't get it. Like, mm-hmm. give me a clear cut answer to the mm-hmm. end. So yeah, Annihilation number three. Number two. Uh, I'm definitely not one of the, the people who was on the side of give me a clear-cut answer. I walked out of Annihilation very, very pleased and yeah. made me think a lot, which is why it's my number two pick. So uh, everything you said, loved it. For me, too, it's... it's I'm not a fan of sci-fi in general. Um, I like Star Wars and Star Trek, the movies, but if there's a sci-fi movie, I'm generally not going to go see it unless like something is great about it. And even this one, the reviews were like in the 70s, I think, for Rotten Tomatoes, but... You know, I heard some cool things, and I, I'm so glad I went and saw this movie. I was I was very pleased, and I I can't say enough good things about this movie. I 
Annihilation, if we had a list of, of like, the movie I must see as soon as possible, Annihilation is my one. It's the only movie that I missed this year that I, I feel like I have to go back to. I think it'd be in your top five easily if you saw it. Yeah, I have only heard good things, uh, and especially from you guys, and it's one, I'm, I'm very desperately just avoiding it because mm-hmm. I don't want to read anything about it accidentally, but it's coming out next month on VOD, so I'm definitely checking that out day one really want to get my hands on that one it's really tough if you miss a movie like week one or two you don't realize you're not seeing that until it's like uh coming out on netflix or Mm -hmm. redbox or something like Mm -hmm. that because there's just so many movies coming out now yep it's a bitch and it only had like a two-week release there was a very small window for annihilation specifically Mm -hmm. Uh, i saw it they came it came out the same weekend as game night i saw game night like three or four weeks later yep uh, but Annihilation, not so much. So yeah, obvi- the, definitely the one, the one movie this year that I feel like I've missed out on. Mm-hmm. My number two, uh, you guys have both talked about it. It's Black Panther. And I I struggled to put this at number two. Uh, I was very surprised with what ended up beating it actually. But uh, Black Panther for me, everything that you guys said, they do it all very very well. Um, one of the great Marvel movies, and we'll we'll talk about that when we get into our list a little bit later on. But I had such a deep. Uh, and visceral reaction to seeing Wakanda, and and we talked at length about this on the podcast in the past. But the the whole idea of finally now Black Panther looks like Cody, mm-hmm. you know, and he even has a little widow's peak like Cody does. So like, <laughs> uh, I it, there's something to be said for, and it's a real fucking thing when you can you can look like a superhero and and you can say that now I can be the fucking Black Panther. That's a deep visceral emotional thing, and so not only did they make that movie very well, but they made they made they made you feel powerful as a black person, and it's tough for a movie to do that. And uh, they did it really, really well, I thought. So that that's why it creeps up to my number two. Um, you know, some of the other movies on my list, I think, were as good a movies. But again, the way that it made me feel when I left, I was ready to kick a fucking wall down when I walked <laughs> out of Black Panther. So that that's why it's number two for me. All right, my number two. Uh, I mean, we talked about this a lot in the ride home. It's Infinity, yes, Avengers: Infinity War. Like, like we went to it last night. Just, I'm still speechless I, I need to go see it again yeah um i will say that all of the characters they were able to give them all enough screen time for it to flow there was humor in it there's awesome action thanos is surprisingly this like emotional character um i don't want to ruin anything obviously so for people who haven't seen this but go see this go see this twice i'm gonna try to go see it again this week at some point because yep. literally nothing else came out this week <laughs> because they're like avengers is coming out we're moving all of our stuff <laughs> everybody <Yep>. right yeah <laughs> well i mean it's as long as two movies so i mean you basically go to two <laughs> movies that weekend <laughs> i think we're on to number one number one my number one again a complete surprise to me not a genre i love uh at all but a quiet place uh, God damn, I love that movie so much. <laughs> it's so good. I I went in just like, again, hating horror movies, but I heard good things. And I was sucked in from second one. And we talked about on the ride home that we just had the fucking tightest buttholes watching that movie. <laughs> Ooh, my butthole got a cramp. <laughs> <laughs> That's the title of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> butthole got a cramp. We can't have two titles in a row with butts. <laughs> Believe me, they're going to get a thousand views. Uh, um, butt soup. But it's, it uh, it just shocked me how much I love this movie. I haven't had that type of feeling walking out of a movie in such a long time. So definitely my number one. And it's I see it. it it's going to be hard to beat it, I think, for me. I, uh, you know, you talking about uh, A Quiet Place makes... 
It does not make my five. Wow. Um, Wowzes. I feel immediately upon finish. I immediately feel wrong. Uh, it should be in my top five. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I've made a mistake somewhere in my list. Now, I do love all the five movies that I have on this list, and it belongs in there, but I just don't know where to stick it. Um, I would easily put it over Game Night. Yeah, so maybe yeah, maybe it bumps Game Night out of the top five. Uh, I could see it maybe sliding RP1 down to, down mm-hmm, to fifth. Maybe, mm-hmm. it's, maybe it's my fourth favorite. Um, yeah, everything that you said about A Quiet Place is fantastic. It's really, really fucking good. My number one, and I am just amazed by this, is Avengers. Wow. Yeah. Um, and I never... I can't if, believe I'm lowest on it. <laughs> any, yeah, you didn't have a good time. <laughs> anyone who has ever listened to me talk about the MCU is probably surprised that yeah. it's my favorite movie of the year so far. I went in with such, I don't know what the word is, skepticism, mm-hmm. that I was like, all right, movie, impress me. And it really, really did. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought, uh, and you, again, you can watch the ride home, but they nailed this whole thing, the whole big team-up thing that they wanted to do. I thought they crushed it. The comedy was there. There was surprising amount of emotions and, and depth to it. Um, and I left more than, and again, this is when I left Infinity War, I felt harder than I've felt walking out of any movie yet this year. Mm-hmm. I had the most uh, extreme reaction. I will say I don't want to give anything away by saying what it was, but I had the most extreme reaction and the highest level of feeling uh, when I walked out of Avengers, and that's that's why it's number one. For I me. can't believe it put it beat Black Panther. It was tough. <laughs> it was tough. It's yeah. just, it's a different kind of feeling. Yeah. Uh, it helps that it had Black Panther in it. Yeah, <laughs> and Spider Man. Plus, Spider-Man. yeah, and yeah. Spider Man in it. Tough to beat Black Panther <laughs> and Spider Man. So, uh, only thing, yeah. Only thing else you need to put on there is girls with big butts, and then and there were some big booties. In there. <laughs> yeah. But I was distracted from all the good big booties from what was going on on screen. So, yeah. and almost all my Marvel problems that I generally hate aren't present here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and we're gonna. There's gonna be so much talk about Avengers, mm-hmm. so I'll, I'll kind of leave it at that. But yeah, it's number one. I'm as surprised as you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Avengers, great movie, but I, I'm going to agree with uh, Seth here. A Quiet Place got my number one. Yeah. Um, I, I'm i not a huge fan of, uh, I mean, this was more of a thriller movie than a horror film. Um, but ever since I saw that first trailer in the theater and it being super quiet and then them breaking that lantern and having to be quiet, it felt like a video game. Mm-hmm. But the way that they pulled this movie off, and the thing is, this is a quick movie too. It's in and yeah. out. It's ninety minutes. It's a little bit over, I think. It's like hour forty-seven, I think. Yeah. So it's a short movie, but the thing is, they do everything that they need to in this movie. And I think you guys got it ruined because someone was on their phone or someone mm-hmm. was talking. Yeah. yeah. My theater, everyone was super quiet. No one said a damn word the whole movie, mm-hmm. and that's the way that you need mm-hmm. to see this movie: is complete silence. Don't yep. have any distractions at all. But. The what uh, Krasinski and Blunt did in this movie—it's it, awesome. Mm. I'm glad that they didn't tie it in with Cloverfield at all. Yep. But this is a strictly awesome, great standalone film. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I even loved it through all the shit that was going on around, going on around me. I, yeah, I, the feeling walking out—I I can't describe what like just how it was. It was it was, it was awesome. Mm-hmm. It's a unique film, that's yeah. for sure. Deserving of a number one rank, yeah. definitely, and. Maybe uh, in time, maybe uh, my list might change up as the year goes on when some recency bias kind of fades. But um, yeah, Quiet Place, fantastic. A, a good, a good pick at number one. I, I don't, uh, I don't condemn either of you for picking it there. <laughs> so r- recently, this this weekend and last night specifically was all about the MCU. Was all about Avengers: Infinity War, kind of the culmination uh, to this point 
of the 18 or 19 MCU movies that have come out. Uh, that's going to be top of mind for f- uh, pretty much everybody this week, everyone in the movie-liking world. Um, so we're not going to rank every single MCU movie, um, but I do want to take a sec and just talk about what are our top, uh, what do we do, top three or five? I did five. Our top five, top five. MCU movies. Um, and, and we'll be relatively brief about this because, yeah, if you're if you're a listener of, of other movie podcasts and things, you're going to be inundated with this stuff. Um so we'll be relatively quick. Um, if you haven't had your fill yet of, of uh, the MCU talk, out on YouTube right now, at Jared Buckendall, you can find Jared's top list of the uh, MCU movies, and you did them all, right? Ranking all 19, including Infinity War. Including Infinity War. So they're all out there. Uh, so you can get uh, the full versions of Jared's thoughts on all these there. Uh, make sure you're checking out that video uh, as soon as you're finished here. Uh, but you'll get an abbreviated version here. And Jared, why don't you go ahead and start with your number five. Starting at number five? Yeah. Okay, number five. I mean, the thing is, all of these films, I'm pretty sure they're all above 80% on Rotten yeah. Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. So, like, they're all great films. But number five is Black Panther for me. Um you know, it, it's the, it was the lead-up to Infinity War. He's a great character. I kind of touched on all this before, but Killmonger as a villain, just everything that this movie does is really, really awesome. And plus, it, it made a ton of money. <laughs> like, so much money. Yeah. And it's still, like, I guarantee this week, Infinity War boosted their box office, Probably. so they're making even more money. Yeah. So, yeah, number five is uh, Black Panther for me. My number five is Iron Man, the original, the original one that kicked it off. I thought that movie was was a very solid movie. It still it still holds up very well. Set up everything pretty nicely. With a, no one gave a shit about Iron Man before mm-hmm. it came out, and Tony Stark really, well, Robert Downey Jr. but slash Tony Stark really did it, and it really set a good foundation. Very still a very entertaining movie. So, did you ever think you'd get nineteen sequels from Iron Man? Yeah, like how many movies has he been in now? Like, it's probably ten or twelve. He's been <laughs> yeah, probably crazy. ten. It's, uh, I remember going to this when it came out, and uh, it, it doesn't make my list uh, specifically for the purpose of the villain here. Um, I don't think Obadiah Stan really does it for me, but this is a fantastic origin story for yeah. Iron Man, mm-hmm. and the way it ends with him, I am Iron Man, and then yeah. you get the, the credits was really dope. Yep. Uh, one of my favorite boom credits moments. Uh, Iron Man is really, really fucking good, mm-hmm. and, and everything obviously sprays out from that, so... Yeah. Uh, deserving of the top five. I'm glad one of us had it in the uh, top five, even if it wasn't me. At number five, I'm going to put the first Avengers. Mm. And uh, a lot of people, I suspect one or both of you might be higher on this one because it's, it's, it's a lot of people's favorite going into Infinity War. Um, and I do love Avengers. It's fantastic. I really enjoy what they do. It's actually grown on me over time. When I originally saw it, it did not jump out to me in a huge way, which is kind of weird. I know that's not typical, but... Um, since then, as I've watched it more times and gained more of an appreciation for what they were able to accomplish there with the big team up, uh, I do have a high level of respect for for Avengers, uh, and I, I'll I'll leave it at I'll leave it at that for Avengers at, at number five. All right, um, number four for me is the original Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, I remember I got a preview like seventeen minute show. I drove to Chicago. I was there for something, but I got a 17-minute preview of this movie before it even came out, <laughs> and I was like, this movie is going to be amazing. Like, the music, and the the scene that they showed us was the prison break scene, oh, okay. which is, like, one of the big action set pieces of this movie, and just the cast of characters, 
you're like, who the hell are these people? But mm-hmm. it's just, it, it has these comedy elements. All of the characters work together. I mean, Ronan, the accuser, bad villain, but all of the other MCU movies pretty much have bad villains. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you can kind of forgive that. But I don't know. I just had a really fun time with all of these characters, them coming together, just the jokes. And it expanded out to the uh, cosmic universe to kind of introduce a lot more stuff moving mm-hmm. forward. So yeah. I don't know. Guardians, I, it's one of my favorites. It's the first big surprise yeah. of the yeah. MCU. No one, no one thought it would work. Yeah, it was one of the ones that they were just like, well, we can pretty much make any movie now and people will go see yeah. it. Mm-hmm. I, I remember saying like after that because yeah i enjoyed guardians doesn't make my list but i enjoyed it um but after seeing that i was like they made this like they could make poop the movie and people (laughs) would see it like yeah the the music here and it came at a time when nostalgia was really peaking but hadn't yet become kind of overdone yet and they really nailed the timing of this with that kind of 80s vibe Mm -hmm. and star lord and everything chris pratt was perfectly cast as star lord um yeah, they did a really great job with the first Guardian. Surprised the hell out of me that I enjoyed it so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, yeah, I'm with you, Seth. It doesn't quite make my top five, but uh, no surprise that it, that it's on uh, other folks. Uh, my number four is one we've talked about at length now, Black Panther. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I'm not going to go any more details about it. I already said it with my favorites of the year. So, yeah. Black Panther, number four. Number four for me is uh, Cap 2, Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. It was my favorite for a long time. For, there was a few years where it was my favorite one, and I think that... What they did with Winter Soldier was uh, it was a, a slight uh, deviation from the classic superhero formula, mm-hmm. and they gave you a little bit more of. Um, I think it's a little excessive to call it this, but kind of an espionage thriller. They mm-hmm. kind of teased into that uh, area a little bit, and um, you know what the Winter Soldier and Bucky end up becoming in the Marvel Universe is, is obviously much larger, but this was a great introduction to him. I think the villain, the Winter Soldier in here, is super intimidating and cool. Mm-hmm. Um, the political aspects of this were very interesting to me and the moral and ethical questions that they raise. This was the this is probably the only movie in the MCU where I really, really like Captain America and I really was rooting for him. Mm-hmm. Not a big Cap fan. But, yeah, I really did enjoy Winter Soldier. I think uh, Black Widow's arc in here is probably the best that she has um, in any of her movies too, so yeah, Winter Soldier uh, for a long time was my number one, but it's uh, it's been edged out uh, since then. Um, okay, the, it's just so the, all of these next movies are so close, mm-hmm. like it's marginal. But I'm gonna go with Infinity War for my number three. Number three, yeah, and I mean, like you said, we've already all talked about all of this, yeah. so it's fresh in our minds. It, this could change down the road, but just everything about this movie was really really fun, and who knows where where it's gonna lead? Yeah. Such a pivotal moment. Uh, number three for me is the original, the OG Avengers. Uh, mm-hmm. That we talked, I talked about a little on the ride home too. Um, it the it was just so cool at the time. Like they they really at the time it had only been a few years of them putting this this together, like four years of them putting this together. But it was like, man, they really got all these characters together, and they're they're whooping ass, and it's it's fun. Loki was one of the better better villains, and it. It was just a, it was a fun movie. Walking out, I saw it three times within a couple weeks. I think it was just a fun time, and I really enjoyed it. Had a, I still have positive memories of it, and it really is kind of the foundation for what Infinity War came to be. So, I have three. I have I have a top three, but I fucking cannot put them in an order. You yeah, have to. They, you know, they're so it. close, and I'll do it for the purposes of this. But the, it's so. I mean, it's one A, one B, one C. Like for me. Um, I'm gonna say for now, 
Oh, fuck. I'm going to say for now... God damn it. I'm, Just, I'll, I'll say Spider-Man. I'll say Spider-Man. <laughs> Homecoming? I'll say Spider-Man Homecoming at number three. Um, ask me in an hour, I might put it at my number one. Um, but Spider-Man is my favorite character ever in anything. And so that when they brought him back and they did such a good job, I love all the Spider-Man movies. I'm even a Spider-Man 3 apologist. But uh, they did this. It was probably the best Spider-Man so far, maybe save for uh, the original in my head. But... Um, what they did in Homecoming, bringing him back, kind of skipping over the origin story. You put Ned Leeds in there as kind of the comic side character. You give him a really legit villain. Um, yeah. uh, Michael Keaton, I think, started the trend that we're on now of consecutive really good villains in yep. the MCU. And uh, everything, they just nailed it. They had the high school struggles, which is the best Peter Parker is high school Peter Parker. Uh, Tom Holland is perfectly cast in this and I went back and saw it like two days after I saw it the first time because I just wanted more and more of the Spider-Man and um, this was the one I had so much excitement going into it and it delivered on every level and uh, and, and was the very first uh, ride home that we published yeah uh, yep. so that was a really really fun one uh, by the way make sure you're going to check out that video at Jared Buckendall <laughs> and uh, you know Sp- Spider-Man is uh I have such a big emotional attachment to Spider-Man that it, it really puts me in pain to not put it at my top one, but uh, we'll get into that in a second. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, these are all good movies. Mm-hmm. It's it's tough to rank them, but my number two is the yeah. OG Avengers. Number two. Number two. Wait, am I? Yeah, I'm on number yeah, two. Yeah, no, number two. Yeah, yeah. You, th- you, throw them, you throw me off. <laughs> but yeah, the original Avengers. And the thing is, like, I, I looking back... I don't think I even realized that all of these movies were connected because I saw the Avengers weeks after it had been in theaters, just a random Tuesday or something. And after I saw that, I mean, I didn't really know who Loki was because I didn't see Thor before, but then I went back and watched it like the day after. Mm -hmm. But this movie just, it, it took almost the impossible. Like no one thought that they could really do this with like, what four or five movies before putting them all together into this cohesive movie against this villain and then making that into something even bigger moving Mm -hmm. forward yeah and like then there's so many iconic shots you know those spin around hero shot and stuff like that it's just this movie is really one of the best mcu movies out there yeah i it's funny thinking about it now too um because we were like so Iron Man came out, still didn't really know what, what they were, what they were planning. Yeah. Hulk came out, didn't really know what they're planning. And then it was like after that, uh, they're like, okay, so we're gonna have Thor and Captain America, and then we're doing Avengers. And so like Thor came out, there's an end credit scene. Um, I can't, was it was it a cap? Something to do with Cap? I can't remember. I don't remember what Thor's. The, yeah, the I can't fir- think of what Thor's was. The first end credit scene that I remember was I think it was Iron Man two. And at the end, uh, Phil Coulson shows up in the desert, and they and find Thor's the hammer. hammer. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and I was, was like, a, "Fucking a!" There right was a second Thor's Iron hammer. Man before Cap, right? Yeah, that's right. Yep. And um, yeah, they find the hammer, and then so like it got to Cap. I remember going to Cap, and I didn't necessarily really like that movie a whole lot. I thought it was fine, um, but then they showed like a little bit of Avengers in the after credits of that. And I'm like, "All right, here we mm-hmm. go." It was just like it's funny to think about now. It's like they have these movies that we're getting really excited to see the first time they team up, and now years later it's like they've teamed up already but now it's just like this huge scale of epic proportions it's cool it's cool the, the first time you see and that's why avengers definitely deserves to be high on everybody's list is because it's the first time you get to see 
I mean, pick any of them. It's the first time you get to see Captain America meet Iron Man. Mm -hmm. And then what that ends up becoming is such a huge deal. Mm -hmm. And, like, I can remember how just giddy I was Mm -hmm. when, you know, finally there's Hulk saying Hulk smash. You know, and then uh thor like thor in this and the fight choreography is what they where they really killed it in avengers to me mm-hmm. thor and hulk uh hulk picks a big shard of metal up and stabs it into the big leviathan flying thing and yep. then thor beats it in with the hammer and i was and like then electrifies it yep. yeah i was like this fucking it and no one stands a chance <laughs> yeah. now because all of the team moves and everything like that like uh iron man shooting his laser off a of cap shield mm-hmm. into someone else yeah. or cap throwing scar uh not scarlet witch but black widow up like it, the team like a unity of these characters just worked yeah and hawkeye (laughs) (laughs) i like how none of us even mentioned him until (laughs) oh yeah and then that dude and loki great loki was the first great villain yep yep uh and maybe the only until uh you know michael keaton time yeah but uh yeah loki gives gets has to get a shout out too yep um my number two is gonna be avengers infinity war um again we've talked about it at length already um we don't want to spoil anything but yeah just the feeling again that i had sitting there after i was like i'm just i don't know what your number one is now it just occurred to me i thought i did now i don't thor the dark world (laughs) it's got to be thor too uh number two for me is black panther we don't need to talk much more about black panther (laughs) okay and my number one Cody, you already mentioned this one. Uh, Captain America Winter Soldier. Okay, yeah. And that's the thing is like all of these movies, they're so close to each other. But this one, I don't know. I, I go back and watch this one so much because it's just like this mystery, political thriller, kind of figuring it out. Cap realizing that maybe he's not working for the good guys. Like he doesn't really know what he should be doing anymore. Mm-hmm. And it's just so much building on the, his character in this film because he realizes – oh, all of the people I trusted are actually not good people. I maybe need to go off and do my own thing. And then that kind of plays into Ultron later on with the Sokovia Accords yeah. and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So this movie, and then also, you know, the introduction of Winter Soldier, yeah. his old friend Bucky, stuff like that. Just everything about this movie, it's one of my favorites. Um, just the ele- And then the elevator fight scene, just there's so many ah. action set pieces in this that are really fun. Yeah. Can you remember, like, and this goes back, very few MCU twists have surprised me. Mm-hmm. But when they revealed that that's Bucky, I had no clue. No, I, I didn't. And today, if that if that movie came out today, everyone would know ahead of time. There'd mm-hmm. be the rumors and stuff. I had no idea. Mm-hmm. And so when I saw Bucky, I was like, oh, fuck, this whole movie's different now because it's his friend. Mm-hmm. And that was a really cool part of that, I thought. Yeah. My number one, once again, me and Jared share the same <laughs> number oh, you one. Got, yeah? Winter Soldiers. Okay. Nice. Okay. Yeah, it's it, it has been my favorite since it came out. Uh, it has, I mean, again, all the things you've said, uh, that, that friendship aspect is the, battling each other is really cool. The action's amazing. Uh, the type of, it's the first Marvel movie that had, like, a sense of gravity to it. It was just, mm-hmm. like, it, it was deep. It was heavy. And you didn't, that one wasn't necessarily, like, a fun one. You didn't walk out of that one, like, that was, that was, Ooh, yeah. Mm-hmm. wasn't a lot of joking in that one uh yeah i i just that one has has a lot to it i think a lot, a lot more depth than some of the other ones and it was shot very well it was, i thought it was acted pretty well i thought it was the most the best put together one out of all of them but mm-hmm. it's, it's a mo- movie appreciation for me i think that's that's why it's number one and yep. that was that was the russo's first yep. film right mm-hmm. yeah, yeah they did so. that in civil war and then they're doing these two avengers yep, yep. The Russos are going to sweep our number ones. Uh, mine's obviously Avengers 3, um, <laughs> Infinity War. 
uh, again, we've, we've talked enough about it. Uh, I will say I'm a little surprised uh, Thor Ragnarok is absent on all of our top five. I was very close to switching it with Iron Man. Uh-huh. Very close. But I just thought with the Iron Man, it, it, was, it just it set everything up. I, had, I, I thought it was a better movie than, mm. than Thor was. As, as yeah. yeah, Thor Ragnarok, that's just, it was just such a fun like comedy movie yep. and whatnot. I mean, that's the thing is like all these movies, they're so good, but it's, you gotta pick. Mm-hmm. You gotta you put a, gotta put them in an order. I mean, I'd get, I'd do what you do and be, put like one A B C D E. Yeah, that's a cheap way out. So but yeah, you can't <laughs> take that route. But yeah, like uh, I mean, so many. It's so especially when you get to the top. Uh-huh. It's so like gun to your head. Which of these movies would you never watch again, and which would you watch again? It would be impossible. Mm-hmm. Uh, another one. Uh, I'm not surprised it's not in the list, but I just wanted to give a quick honorable mention to is Civil War. Yep. Uh, that was such a big one for establishing the latest part mm-hmm. of the MCU so far, and it really was a big pivot point. should be considered an Avengers movie, really, but um, I did enjoy a lot of what happened in there. You get the introduction of Spider-Man and the in- introduction of Black Panther. Um, and so, again, I'm, I'm not surprised it's on there. Here's what I'll ask. Uh, would you rank it above or below Ragnarok? Below. Below Ragnarok? Yeah. What about you? I have it above. Okay. But I think it's one above. Okay. Yeah, those two are close for me. Those are probably the two that are just outside my, my top five. Yeah. And and Iron Man and Iron Man yeah, I don't, it's just they're so good and there's so many yeah. So what's a let's see let's give out some uh, superlatives. Um, which which one is your least favorite? Probably Thor: The Dark World. Yeah. I'm gonna go with the Incredible Hulk. Okay, yeah. I didn't mind that. Though they're they're close in my book. Yeah, and I think it's just because the fact that I mean obviously uh, they replaced Rhodes <laughs> with someone else, but they just. It's a different character. They just, yeah. I don't, I, not the same. It doesn't really connect. Yeah. Would you, is it, be, was it actively bad or just forgettable for either of them? It's, I mean, I can remember everything that happened. It's just not one that I ever go back to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wouldn't go back to the whole, I, I, I watched it and I thought like, I think part of it too was like the, comparing it to the 2002 Ang Lee Hulk. Like, yeah. That, that one is like mm-hmm. ground level to skyscraper, <laughs> you know, like how, the difference. And and I'm sure some people still real or they don't know that that is actually in the MCU. Mm-hmm. They're like, well, it's not the same guy. And it's like, well, there was a post credit scene, the Everett Ross or not? Yeah, is it Everett yeah. Ross? Yeah, uh, same people. Mm-hmm. So obviously same. it's connected. Is Sam Jackson or Tony Stark in the in the? After I think credit? it's Tony Stark. Stark. He yeah. comes into the bar. Yeah. My least favorite is Ultron. Mm. Um, I went in with such high expectation and that was probably the problem, mm-hmm. uh, coming off of Avengers and then the couple in between, uh, that were really good. I think winter soldiers in there, um, Ultron was just a stinker. Um, I, I think that the villain fells flat in it and he was set up so great from all the ads and stuff. He was going to be a super badass. We didn't get that. Mm-hmm. Um, I was that was the one that I I was most excited for and then was most disappointed. That's why I put it as my last one. Yeah, I think if we're talking about kind of some you know some of these other things too, I think like if you're giving out like most improved character, I think it's definitely Thor. I think he, mm-hmm. yes. he was a boring one dimensional character uh, at first and barely could carry a movie on his own. To now, like he is he's probably my favorite. He's like he's the most entertaining guy right now um, in terms of his comedy. His and he he can go from hilarious to ass beating and yeah. a second mm-hmm. you know so and you had you had kind of mentioned that i think last night when we were talking um that 
it's just it's awesome what they've done with him now, but it just sucks that it took two or three movies to <laughs> right. figure it out. Yeah. To figure out his strengths and what he could do on screen. Yeah. One that gets lost in all this that I just want to make sure to mention as uh, if there was a like biggest surprise award for me, it, I think Guardians would probably top it, but very close second would be Ant-Man for me. Oh, I love and A that, lot of people t- forget Ant-Man when they kind of rank these things, but it was really, and it's maybe it's just not on a level as some of the big epic ones that we have now, mm-hmm. but very good, very self good self-contained story. I, I had trouble not putting that at five too. I was like, ugh, so close. But that, again, that one's very, it's it's very comedy based. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a cool heist movie. Yeah. Uh, but it's yep. very comedy based. Um, and I love Paul Rudd as Ant-Man. He's actually probably one my, my favorite character right now. Um, and the th- Go ahead. I, I was just going to wrap it up there. Oh, um, just yeah. When you get into the mid tier Marvel films, I mean, you can know you know what the probably top three best ones are, the top three bottom ones. But the middle tier, everything kind of just blends mm-hmm. together because mm-hmm. you have Doctor Strange, Ant Man. Mm-hmm. Um, fuck, I don't even know what else there is. <laughs> like what what falls in that middle tier? Because there's 19 of them. The yeah. Iron Man sequels. Iron Man's two and yeah, three. three. Yeah. The Thor's. The Thor sequels. Um, Cap- original Captain America. Captain America, yeah. So, yeah, there's just so many of these names. Uh, last one before we, we go on here. Is there one, is there a Marvel movie that, and I know I have one of these in mind, that generally gets shit on, but you like more than most? And mine, I'll give you mine, so you guys, because I didn't prep you for that question. Mm-hmm. Um, mine is Captain, or is, uh, sorry, is Iron Man 3. Um, a lot of people really don't like Iron Man 3, but I thought it was really enjoyable. And it, it kind of, it was the first one after Avengers, explored yeah. kind of his PTSD um, of the events from New York. And I thought that there was a lot of, a lot of good character work that was done in there. Yeah. Um, not a perfect one, but it's one that I really liked and was very surprised when people came out and didn't like it. Yeah. And it, it still got good reviews on Tomatoes. I think it's mm-hmm. still like 80 or something like that. Yeah. But um, that's a hard one. I, I do. I actually, yeah. I mean, Iron Man 3 is a good one. Maybe, like, maybe Doctor Strange. I thought that. I thought that was, well, it's not a great movie, um, but I, I thought it was fine. You know, I thought it was it was a good enough movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got I got to agree with your Iron Man three uh, opinion there. It's just it's hard because not that many people shit on these movies, yeah. right? But I mean, there's a few like I know everyone's like, oh, Whiplash in Iron Man two, and it's like, yeah, I kind of agree. <laughs> it was my bird. I need my bird. <laughs> But I would say, yeah, Iron Man 3. And the thing is about that movie, it it's intriguing because, you know, on those Marvel one-offs or one-shoots or whatever, it's revealed that the Mandarin, there's an actual Mandarin somewhere. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if those are canon or they got rid of those or whatnot, but that coming out of that movie is really cool. Mm-hmm. Mandarin was such a good villain. And everyone shits on that twist. Mm-hmm. I'm not a huge fan of that twist, but the Mandarin, while he is the Mandarin, is dope. Mm-hmm. Really mm-hmm. good, really good villain. Um, and yeah, and really you could defend any of these movies because even in Iron Man 2, which is another one a lot of folks don't like, you get that sick ass scene from the racetrack yes. where he cuts his race car in half and then he has to suit up and fight him there on the From track. the briefcase, yeah. Yeah. Like there's, every one of these has just dope shit in it. And that's what Marvel does so well is the kind of, I call them money shots, right? Mm-hmm. The big epic, uh, kind of little portions there. So Yeah. Because I was going to say Iron Man 2 has the end where it's him and War Machine going against all those other robots in that circle. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And that was where you first could... That was probably the first inkling of, yeah, you could get multiple of these fucking guys on screen and fight together. You had Black Widow in that one too. That's her introduction. Yep. Her hair was terrible in it, but the rest of it was pretty good. 
<laughs> red macaroni. <laughs> I love red macaroni. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay, let's move on from the MCU the for a second here. <laughs> and uh, what we're going to do is talk about uh, what's yet to come out this summer. Okay, so uh, now that Avengers is out, the summer movie season has begun, and we've got, uh, we're going to consider the summer movie season from May until the end of September. Till forever. And so... Forever, ever? <laughs> Never Let's end. give, uh, I've got a list here of what is coming out. Uh, why don't you guys stop me if you want to mention one of these, and then after we've gone through them all, we'll just quickly mention what our top three or five are that we're most looking forward to, so... Um, next week, uh, you're going to have Overboard. <laughs> That's a remake of an old rom-com what from the 80s. Overboard? <laughs> Who's in that? Anna uh, Faris. Anna Faris. Oh, yeah. I like her. And uh, Eugenio Derbez, who was the star of that How to Be a Latin Lover. In my hand. So, uh, remake there, probably not a lot of, uh, not a lot going on there. Might be funny. Uh, Tully is also next week. This is an interesting sounding one. So you have, uh, uh Charlize Theron, who is a... She's kind of a house mom, and she's kind of beat up and just tired of her life. She gained 50 pounds for that yeah. role. I would so. say that that's probably the biggest uh, get for me of mm-hmm. that movie, just to see her transformed as a character. I saw it's getting good scores on Tomatoes right now. It's in the 90s, I think. So She gained some weight for Monster, also mm-hmm. won her an Academy Award. So we'll see how this is. Mackenzie Davis is kind of a hot young um, nanny that moves in to help, and so and I think it's about some shenanigans that ensue after that, so... We'll see how that is. Mark Duplass, also, uh, he's a favorite of ours, so he's going to make an appearance there. (laughs) May 11th, Seth, I know you're looking forward to this one. Life of the Party. (laughs) Gillian Jacobs, Melissa McCarthy. uh, She's going to, what is she going to do, Seth? What two things? She's going to fall down and act stupid. (laughs) Uh, So we'll be at that at day one. Uh, One I'm excited about, same weekend, again, this is uh, May 11th, Breaking In. This one has a really cool promo. I don't know, if Jared, if you've seen it. Yeah, yeah. Gabrielle Union is going to do a reverse panic room and kill a bunch of thieves who are trying to hurt kids. <laughs> a reverse panic room. Yeah. I, do, I do like that idea because, you know, there's the, there's always the cliche, like, we're going to lock and not let anyone in. This one, she's it's completely opposite. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not going to be this groundbreaking movie, mm-hmm. but I do like the setup of kind of what's going on. And it's there's the kind of a mystery element because it's like, what are these people after? Right. So that weekend, Life of the Party and Breaking In come out. Which one are you going to see on Friday? Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Life of the Party. <laughs> I would I would choose Breaking In, yeah. but I also want to go see Life of the Party just to give it money. So yeah, I'll see both. <laughs> Unfortunately, Jim Carrey's got a movie coming out. I hadn't heard about this until I was looking the Mask at this Three. List. Uh, it's called Dark Crime. The Mask Three. Yeah. The Mask Three. Was there oh, a Mask Two? There was. Son yeah, of the Mask. Son of the Star Mask. Jeannie Candy. Oh Jeannie Kennedy. god, I forgot it's really bad. <laughs> really bad. <laughs> Have either of you guys heard uh, much about this Dark Crimes? No, no. I, I saw I mean, I saw it probably a week or two ago when I put it on my movie calendar, but I have no idea what it's supposed to be about. Hmm. We'll see. I do like Jim Carrey in it, pretty much anything, and especially serious and scary Jim Carrey. Uh, something that I'll probably try to get, get to. May 18th, uh, big one here is Deadpool 2. Yep. Uh, outside the MCU, well, for now. <laughs> and uh, very highly anticipated... Uh, one of the huge, huge hits of 2016 was Deadpool. Uh, what are you guys' thoughts going into uh, going into Deadpool? It makes my list of top five, uh, for sure. It's yep. uh, The trailers have gotten me more and more excited each time. looks funny. Things have sweet action. I hope it I hope it doesn't do too much of the first, but like in terms of the, the same beats. Yeah. Uh, but like, I hope it keeps enough of the, the original feeling that 
doesn't feel too far. Yeah, I hope that the breaking the fourth wall gags aren't repeated. But the <laughs> but the addition of all of the new characters, like Terry Crews is in this, and yeah. and then Cable as I'm assuming, and what it looks like, he's going to be the main villain in this. And it's going to be, I think he signed on for like three or four movies, mm-hmm. so it's going to be intriguing to see kind of what this movie has in store. Mm-hmm. And Peter. Josh. Bro- oh, yeah, Peter. <laughs> he's going to be the best. Oh, you haven't seen the trailer. I don't know. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, we'll, okay. We'll just leave that for yeah. us. But I do know Darpinder, and I know he makes a return, so. Yes. Um, I, I, so I'm on the IMDb page. Have you guys read the synopsis for this on IMDb? Book Club? Or what? No. Oh, I thought you were on the next one. Oh, yeah, Deadpool. No, 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 Deadpool. Have you read the synopsis? Yeah, it's insane. This is the actual synopsis on IMDb for Deadpool 2. After surviving a near-fatal bovine attack, a disfigured cafeteria chef, Wade Wilson, struggles to fulfill his dream of becoming Mayberry's hottest bartender while also learning to cope with with his lost sense of taste. Searching to regain his spice for life as well as a flux capacitor... Wade must battle ninjas, the Yakuza, and a pack of sexually aggressive canines as he journeys around the world to discover the importance of family, friendship, and flavor, finding a new taste for adventure, and earning the covenant, the coveted cup, and earning the coveted coffee mug title of world's best lover. Yeah, that's a fi- that's official. <laughs> what the hell? So we'll see how much of that comes true in Deadpool two. <laughs> The next weekend, and this is going to be interesting. May is the way May plays out should be very interesting. You're still going to have Infinity War plan. You're going to have Deadpool two. May 25, yes, Solo, Star Wars stories coming out. Uh, I'm getting a little more uh, warm to Solo as it gets closer. Um, it started the year as something I wasn't caring too much about. Uh, I've heard from other folks that the trailers have have kind of ramped up the yep. excitement for some folks. What's your guys' level of anticipation for for Solo right now? Um, I mean, Deadpool still. For if we're just talking May, uh, Deadpool is up there for me. But this is number two for me. Uh, I'm just curious on how uh, what what this story is going to do to the Star Wars universe. Mm-hmm. Um, Lando looks amazing. I, I'm not too hot on. Uh, is it Alden Ehrenreich? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I always get his name messed up. I'm not too hot on his look right now. But you know what? If he acts like him and just. Because this is years before the actual Han Solo that we know and love, um, I, I'm I want to see this movie. I'm very curious on how he meets Chewie, how he gets the Falcon, how yeah, how how all of that plays out. Hopefully, Boba Fett shows up. Mm-hmm. Got some cool stuff there. Yeah, I'm more excited than I was. The trailers made me more excited than I was when it first the first got announced and when and when it's gotten. Like, the first trailer, I was kind of like, whatever. And then the second trailer came out, and I'm like, okay, I'm more into this. Um, again, not a huge Star Wars fan in general. Like, I like it. Um, so, yeah, more, more excited, but not, like, pumped or anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was... Um, I am such a... Star Wars just has a, a spot in my heart. And I was standing outside the theater waiting for the trailers last night, and I think they played the solo trailer. And there's a little bit of a... There's a little bit of a change in the theme, but it is, it's basically a Star Wars theme that they've altered a little bit to be Solo's theme. And just hearing that Star Wars music, it just gets a reaction out of me. So it would be impossible for me to ever skip this or not get excited for it. But I do like that people are um, a little more pumped for it lately than, than they were uh, a while back. So we'll come back to Solo in a while. Uh, same weekend, and this is probably going to be a stinker, but uh, a movie that I think the three of us should probably get out and go see. Uh, it's called How to Talk to Girls at Parties. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it has Elle Fanning and Nicole Kidman and a couple other people. Again, probably a stinker. Is but, it a uh, tutorial? I, th- I don't know. It's, is it a how-to movie? Oh, 
Oh Jesus! Okay, here's the here's here's the here's the plot synopsis. I hadn't read this until just now. Plot synopsis: An alien touring the galaxy breaks away from her group and meets two young inhabitants of the most dangerous place in the universe, the London suburb of Croydon. That's real. That's it. And I it's guess it's an the, alien. The alien's gonna learn to talk to girls at parties. Wait, the so <laughs> the the girl is the alien? I don't know. I mean, it's, uh, maybe. I don't want to know more. Okay, yeah. I, I kind of don't want <laughs> keep going. <laughs> so going into June, uh, June 1st, you have this, I don't fucking know. What do you guys think of this action point? Yeah, skip it. Yeah. It's it's bad grandpa jackass. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's stupid fun. I, I'll see it, but it's not worth anything. No. I think that whole, like, super high action torture uh prank crap has kind of come and gone. I, yeah, I don't that, think there's it, for that it, anymore. It hit its high in like 2007. Mm-hmm. Um, same weekend, that's June 1st. Here's one I know Seth is looking forward to, Upgrade. Yeah. So this that's, is a this is a guy, I don't, I don't, I, you know what, I don't know. You tell, you tell us Yeah, about it's him. a guy who's, he's involved in an accident uh, of some kind, I think car, um, seems to be, be caused by someone, some sort of group, and uh, he's paralyzed. They, they put a chip in his spine. This chip not only allows him to like walk again and stuff, but it's like an AI in his head. So kind of like a Jarvis or a Friday. Um, and th- it allows him to become like, almost like Chuck and, and, and Chuck. <laughs> Chuck from Chuck. Yeah. <laughs> My name is Chuck. <laughs> um, but he, but he's like going to do sweet karate moves. Um, but he's kind of a little bit more like stiff when he does it and stuff. So he, his arms Robotic, are like very yeah. straight, but he's like super strong now and fast. And this like AI in his head, uh, like talks to him and make jokes and stuff too um the action though is a brutal like there's broken arms in the trailer have you seen this trailer jared yeah 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 like the broken arms and like someone's mouth getting sliced open and like hoof oh no he has a knife now we have a knife (laughs) yeah (laughs) so i cannot wait this is my most anticipated well and also the way that the camera kind of works or changes when he has the upgrade going yeah it makes it look even more robotic and not yep. like not not normal. Yeah. So yeah, I'm definitely intrigued on this one. I can't wait. Yeah, I'll go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll go. <laughs> the genre on here on IMDb is listed as action comedy horror sci fi thriller. So all right, so it's gonna win every Oscar. It should, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Drama. The same weekend, uh, Shailene Woodley has some BS romance. Oh, oh adrift. We saw that. Yeah, the solid yeah. trailer for that. I've gone back and forth on this. Um. It looks like it could be kind of intense. Wait, for real? I was joking. Is this actually could be, could oh, this be good? I, last night was the first time I saw the trailer. You never seen the trailer? And, uh, I've seen it like no. five times. No, that, it looks last good. Last night was the first trailer. Yeah, uh, it, it looks oh, decent. I, I'm um, in. I, I'd watch it. Yeah, I, I don't like I don't like the whole at sea thing that freaks me out. Mm. Um, but is it based on a book or anything? I think so. Based on a true story of survival. Okay, yeah, true story. So I don't know. It could be interesting. Oh, I, I like how that. you're going on. I was gonna be like, "Fuck Shailene Woodley, bye bye." Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't <laughs> seem like, like no it's way, gonna it be good. like a, a, a Nicholas Sparks type no. style. It's more of a drama. It, yeah, it's kind of like uh, yeah, like you said, a drama mixed with Castaway. Huh. Well, that actually, sounds cool. Maybe I will see it. And I do like Shailene Woodley, even though I think she can't act. So do with do what you she will. She just with looks that pretty. Info. That's okay. Yeah. She can uh, she can get it. <laughs> <laughs> Have you done a super cut of all that yet? I haven't, and you I need also to. I don't think I've said that. Here's one I haven't heard of. Have you guys heard of this American Animals? Yeah. Uh, my understanding is that MoviePass owns the rights to it. Is that right? Yeah, they bought them huh. at uh, the last like, film festival or something. Weird. Sundance? 
I think it might have been because yeah. I, got, I swear I got an email from MoviePass that said, our movie coming up soon. And I'm like, what the heck? MoviePass, you're buying movies now? Weird. Uh, so the the synopsis of this sounds interesting. It says, four young men mistake their lives for a movie and attempt one of the most audacious heists in U.S. history. So it sounds like they think they're in a movie and that they can't be heard or whatever, and so they're going to go try to rob a bank, which I mean, if, interesting if, if to that's, me. If it kind of is like an action comedy almost, then I'm in. Yeah. I've, I haven't seen a trailer. I haven't heard anything, but I swear that movie pass. I, I might even look. I, I remember hearing something like that. Sounds cool. That might be something I try to check out. The next weekend has some good stuff. So we're on to June 8th. Uh, Ocean's 8 is coming out here. And I'm excited for Ocean's 8. I think it could be cool. I hope that they deviate enough. I hope it's not just Ocean's 11 with women. Um, I think it has an opportunity. I have seen this trailer. I think it has an opportunity to be a little more than that. Uh, what are you guys saying about Ocean's 8? I never really gotten into the Ocean's movies. Um I tried watching. I fell asleep. <laughs> I, might, I still might go back though. You really ought to, because you really loved Logan Lucky last yeah, year, yeah. and it's very similar. Yeah. Isn't Soderbergh? Did he direct those? Yep. Okay. Yep. So, uh, is he doing this one too? Uh, the director is Gary Ross. So okay. if he's involved, it's as a producer. Yeah. So, I don't know. I I mean, the trailer played last night, and I hadn't seen it in a while, but it it looks fun. Like I I'm in on all these ladies. Uh, Kate Blanchett looks amazing. Mm-hmm. But it just looks like, you know, it's going to be ocean an Ocean's movie, but with women. I hope it's, I do hope it's good. I hope that it doesn't get as much crap as, like, Ghostbusters did. Ghostbusters! Uh, so, well... Da-da-da-da-da. I'm an apologist for that. I like that movie. So. They had to cut a lot out. Is that right? Yeah. That's my understanding. Mm. Well, they had to cut out all the farts, because women don't fart. They queef. <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> God. <laughs> Word of the day! Oh... Um, same week, uh, still on June 8th, Hereditary comes out. Oh. Now, this is the horror movie that kind of has the nope. most, the most buzz right now. Uh, people are saying it is motherfucking scary. <laughs> it's by A24, who they have done a really good job with horror in the past. Uh, sounds like the, the idea here is that a grandma is going to die and then her grandchildren start to take on some of her very weird and scary traits, hence Hereditary. Uh, I've seen like very quick little clips of this that uh, scared the piss out of me. So I will definitely be at Hereditary this week. Um, and I, I hope that one of at least one of you guys sees it. Nope. I don't. I'm not a huge fan of, the, of, of horror, but it's A24. So I feel like there's got to be some sort of twist or mm-hmm. something, something else going on behind the scenes. But yeah, the, I, the first time I saw the trailer was in the actual theater and my lord, it scared the bejesus <laughs> out of me. <laughs> and that's just the trailer. Like, anytime there's a creepy-looking kid, uh, no, I, no, I'm not in. I, I can't do it. That's why I don't have kids. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Rogers documentary coming out that same week. Uh, I've heard a little bit of buzz. Yeah. Call, Won't You Be My Neighbor. Sounds like some folks have seen it and liked it. Yeah. Um, there's also, do they're doing that, Tom Hanks is playing him in a movie. That's right. Mm-hmm. Which. That should be dope. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if you're going to get to see his... Uh, his marine background, yeah, and him get all the tattoos that he has. I heard he was just a mean, mean sniper, <laughs> taking guys two thousand confirmed kills. It's gonna be a <laughs> allegedly, he's, allegedly. He's take his shirt off, and he's gonna look like Killmonger. <laughs> <laughs> but instead, it's a bunch of King Fridays all over. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there is a I've not heard of this called Heartbeats. Hearts beat loud. You guys heard of this? No. Uh, I just bring it up because Nick Offerman, Ted Danson, Tony Collette are in this. Uh, it looks like a 
musical kind of drama. Mm-hmm. I thought I'd see if you guys had heard. June 15th, Incredibles 2. Juneteenth. Boom. Holy shit. Uh, I'm so ready for Incredibles 2. Uh, sounds like the trailers have been dope. I've, mm-hmm. I've missed them. Incredibles 1, if we ranked our Pixar movies, it'd be very near the top of mine. Mm-hmm. Definitely ahead of Toy Story. Um <laughs> Toy Story 2. Definitely had a Toy Story 2. I'll I'm still right saying, now. I cannot, I listened last week, yeah, I cannot settle. believe Toy Story 2 is the highest of the three. That's yeah. bullshit, It goes right? one, three, two. One is the, the one is the top one, so I'm right. Yes. Two, I don't, I don't know, I don't like the prospector and them going to the market and <laughs> uh, Jesse, and no, I'm not, I don't like two. Two is the worst. I feel vindicated now. That's good. I appreciate that. Good having you on the show, Jared. Uh, we will this. see you next At week. Jared Don't, Buffendall. <laughs> Don't worry, you didn't pay me off. <laughs> uh, Incredibles 2. A lot of folks' favorite, or one of their favorites uh, of the Pixar kind of world. Took a long time to get this out. Uh, I'm hopeful that it's going to be good. Uh, what do you think, Seth? I'm sure, Jared, I know you're excited for this one. What do you think, Seth? Yeah, the, the trailers have gotten me more excited. I was always kind of a mild uh, fan of, of Incredibles. Enjoyed the video game more than I did the movie. Um, do you remember the video game, Jared? On PlayStation or what? I think it was on PlayStation. PS Two. PS Two. Yeah, I, I can picture it in my mind. I don't think I ever played it. We played it for like hours. Don't you we run, run around the city? What's that? Do you run around the city? Yeah, you play as all of them. So like, you you can play as Jack Jack and run around mm-hmm. and or not Jack Jack uh, Dash Dash yeah and, and Violet and all that stuff. But no, um, anyway, uh, no, I, I'm I, the trailers made me more excited though. We saw it again last night before before Avengers and hmm. I'm, I'm pretty excited all I want is more Sam Jackson where's my super suit oh you're gonna get him <laughs> uh, same weekend you have Tag coming out yeah this one looks fucking funny yeah uh, if you don't know it's about these guys they're lifelong adult male friends who have always been playing the same game of Tag and so they get into some extreme situations uh, it seems like they really want to tag Jeremy Renner who's never been tagged and man, this looks the cast of this is fucking stacked. That, yeah. That's what he's doing during Avengers. He's fucking playing tag. Yeah. <laughs> he's just hiding. Oop. Just the <laughs> Did you just fart? That one snuck out. <laughs> uh, leave it in. I'm I gotta leave it in. You can't leave that in. So you've got John Hamm is in this. Um who do you have? Ed Helms, uh Hannibal Jake, Burris, Jake Johnson. Jake Johnson, uh, and just there's a million. Isla Fisher's in this, she's hilarious. Should be very funny. I think potentially our best comedy movie coming out yeah. this summer. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, but looks hysterical. Based on a true story, which is fucking weird. Uh, so <laughs> we'll see. Coming out the same weekend as Incredibles, uh, but I think it's at a different target audience. Yeah, So yeah. I think it. I think they could both be successful that weekend. There's a remake of the old Superfly coming out. Jimmy Snuka? No, Superfly. <laughs> Superfly is an old uh, exploitation movie with like, um, which, you know, those are like, you know, like uh, Foxy Cleopatra and <laughs> yeah. like those kind of characters are in black exploitation yeah. movies, and this is a remake of one of those. So we'll see kind of how the theme or how the vibe is of it, whether it's really that or whether it's like a badass updated new version. We'll see, but that's one I'll see. It. Superfly is an old classic. It's been fucking twenty years since I've seen it, but jeez, I think it's it's out there. June twenty second, uh, lines around the block. We'll be getting ready for Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom. <laughs> Ugh. Uh, skip. Yeah, let's skip it. Let's just fucking skip yeah. it. Not going to talk about Jurassic Park. I like how none of us are looking forward to that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, the next week, June 29th, we're getting the sequel to Sicario. Yeah. I have not seen Sicario, so I, I'm kind of going to back out of this one for now. Tell You guys talk a little bit about Sicario and what you are you doing see, for the sequel. It? Yeah, I yeah. talked about it on the show, I think. Yeah. 
What, what are your thoughts on Sicario? Oh, it's awesome. Like, I didn't catch that one until, like, later on, too. But mm-hmm. it's, like, hard, yeah. violent. Like, it's insane. And the yeah. thing is, I was like, this is a good, great standalone movie. Mm-hmm. They're going with a sequel. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought Emily Blunt would come back, but no. They're focusing more on uh, Josh, Brolin Josh Brolin's character and Benicio, and Benicio Del, Toro. Del Toro. The trailers look yeah. insane. Intense. Yeah. And then, they, I think, like, what, two months ago, they had a title change. Yeah. Because it was originally just Sicario 2, was or, or Sicario Soldado or something. And then they changed yeah. the subtitle something different. Yeah, now. now it's Day, Day of, of the Soldado. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. I get, I'm wondering if that just that didn't test well or something. But, yeah, I'm excited. That's going to be... A good summer action movie. Oh, yeah. I'm going to try to catch the original before this comes out. Yeah, definitely do that. They do look cool. Uh, the same week, I didn't know about this. There's a... The Hustle is coming out, which is a remake of Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. <laughs> I had heard about that, but isn't yeah. it with two women? It's Anne Hathaway and Rebel Wilson. Yeah. This has uh, stinker written all over it. I had heard about that on Collider, but I had never seen any trailer, marketing, poster, anything. There's no poster even on IMDb. So yeah, it's probably not coming out. Yeah, it's either not going to come out or it's going to get pushed back, or it's just such a stinker they're going to bury it in some other weekend. So yeah. I, don't, I don't know. Uh, the other one you have, Uncle Drew. Ooh. <laughs> I know, Seth, you're charged up for this one. Uh, I think this could be fun. I might try to go see this. This Uncle Drew is a fictional character. He's a very old man, but he's played by Kyrie Irving, who is a... NBA star so it's an old guy who's really crushes ass at basketball so they have a bunch of old NBA stars and a bunch of comedians and stuff and they're Tiffany Haddish is in it yeah it just sounds like Booty really just dumb just dumb fun is kind of where I, why I might go see this one yeah it, it does it does look like this ridiculous road movie of mm-hmm. them having to get their old crew back together oh it's got Lil Rel in it he was in Get Out you Get Out July 6th we have Ant-Man 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 and the Wasp coming out who knows what this movie is going to look like uh, after having seen Avengers? I'm going to guess there's going to be really small people in it. <laughs> really small, huh. really big. I did see a bit of this trailer, <gasps> and <gasps> the the fighting that they have with him and the Wasp kind of working together and doing the shrink and grow stuff. Mm-hmm. This could be pretty freaking. Cool. Ooh, the water's cold. The water's cold. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just don't. I just don't know what to think after after Avengers. I don't. I'm just very interested to see how this looks. Yeah, I don't want to spoil anything, but yeah, it, mm-hmm. uh, it, it's going to be interesting timeline-wise. What kind of story? I'm assuming that it's going to be more of a personal story like the first one. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm I'm curious. And that's our, that's the last MCU movie this year, right? Yeah. Yeah, so. Big front load. Uh, it's going to go up against the first Purge. Now, mm. we... We, Seth and I, at least, have been fans of the Purge movies in general. Uh, really, just the concept. You know, the movies themselves are fine, but right. the concept of the Purge is interesting. This is going to be the origin of the Purge. Uh, they got a little marketing around the Make America Great Again hats and stuff. Uh, I will go to this, but I'm, I'm very kind of lukewarm on it. I don't know. We'll see. Uh-huh. Uh, are you any higher on it? No. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> Not really. Uh, I still need to see the last purge they did, the yeah. election, election year. Election year, yeah. yeah. Have you have you been watching those? Yeah, I've. Uh, I remember I watched the first one. The first one and the second one are completely different. The first one's more of a home invasion. The second one is like getting out on the streets. Third one is more similar to the second one. This one looks like uh, there's they obviously using this for uh, population control, but then there's conspiracy going on. Mm. It'll be intriguing to find out where this began and how how it became so popular. But it doesn't really jump out at me. I mean, the concept and idea before I saw the trailer, mm-hmm. I was really... I, like, this was one of my most anticipated this year. 
and then I saw the trailer, and I'm still going to see it. It's just not as high on my list anymore. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, I think we're all in agreement there. July 13th, Hotel Transylvania 3, which mm-hmm. I can't believe is getting made. Uh, Adam Sandler's most successful movies the last 10 years have been Hotel Transylvania. Uh, I haven't seen those, but... Uh, something that I know Seth at least is excited for, Skyscraper. Oh, yeah. Mm. Dwayne The Rock Johnson has one leg and is going to try to do <laughs> Die Hard. Hell yeah. That's pretty much the synopsis. Um, apparently at the CinemaCon this week, there some scenes got played and people were actually really digging it. So yeah, Really? Yeah. I mean, this just has... FBI hostage rescue team leader and U.S. war veteran Will Sawyer, who now assesses security for Skyscrapers. On assignment in Hong Kong, he finds the tallest, safest building in the world suddenly ablaze, and he's been framed for it. A wanted man on the run, Will must find those responsible, clear his name, and somehow rescue his family, who is trapped inside the building, above the fire line. <laughs> There's like a thousand 80s action buzzwords in there. Yeah. It might as well be, Jason Segal is skyscraper. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we'll fucking see. I don't Yeah, know. that's the thing. Is like, it'll sell. It'll do very well. It's set in China, so you know it's going to yep. crush ass over there. Yep. China. 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 <laughs> China. Uh, the Nun is on the list for the same weekend, but <gasps> it got pushed back. Uh, not... Let's just cancel that movie. <laughs> yeah, it's going to suck. I am excited for The Nun, but I don't think we're going to get it until later this year. Um, I'll give a brief brief mention to 8th Grade, uh, which is directed oh, Bo by Burnham. Bo Burnham. Yeah, that's going to come out. Oh my God, he wrote it too. That same written and directed by Bob got a lot of good uh, buzz at Sundance. So okay. it won it won like the overall best picture at Sundance. So cool, I like it. July twentieth, we have Mamma Mia. Here we go again. Keep going. pass. That's what I thought. Uh, but we also have the Equalizer too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that was. <laughs> But we love the Equalizer. Uh, the trailer for Equalizer Two came out. We talked about it on last week's show. Yeah, it sounds awesome. I cannot wait. Are you a fan of Equalizer? Uh, the first one, yeah. I haven't seen the trailer yet. Oh, yeah. you, Seth will show that to you afterwards. Okay. And it sounds like you're gonna get hard. Yeah, because I'll, he, I'll he, he, kept, he kept talking it up, and I didn't want to be that guy in the room, and be like, oh, I haven't seen <laughs> it. Well, we'll I'll act it out for you, actually. Okay, oh, give geez. me your arm. I'm gonna break it. <laughs> <laughs> ah! Of course, Denzel's back. Antoine Fuqua is directing. Antoine Fuqua, by the way, all, gets the best out of Denzel every time. Uh, Training Day, directed by mm-hmm. him as well. So, uh, you know, you're gonna get peak Denzel. Bill Pullman's also in this one. Uh, so, He's in the center. Yeah. So, this should be good. Good, but not as good, I would wager, as what comes out on July 27th. Teen Titans Go. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're not. Yes, Teen Titans Go is in it. Uh, also, by the way, have you seen the voice cast for that? Nick, yeah. Nick Cage. Yeah, Chris, Nick Cage is uh, Superman. Superman. Kristen Bell, uh, Tara Strong, and James Corden all doing voices. Tara Strong is traditionally Harley Quinn. Yeah. So I and Timmy Turner. I mean, we'll see. I, I don't know. Uh, that, I, I'm pissed that you derailed me. <laughs> <laughs> Mission Impossible Fallout is coming out. That's going to suck. July 27th, Ethan Hunt is fucking back, and that's all you need to know. Henry Cavill is in here. He's going to have an epic-ass mustache, apparently. Um, There's going to be some helicopters. We'll see what happens. 
but yeah, Mission Impossible. On a scale of one to super excited, how hard are you right now? I am rock hard. <laughs> I am like a diamond in an ice storm right now. <laughs> if they needed to do a heist into a into a jewelry store. Cody could cut the glass for it. The, o- the Ocean's 8 are getting ready to break in here and steal my dick. <laughs> oh, bro. <laughs> uh, isn't that called The Bachelor? <laughs> Eight women after one dick. And a rose. <laughs> the Bachelor, here but we yeah, go But yeah, Mission again. Impossible, this looks insane. I mean, you don't watch the trailers or anything, but do you know any of the behind-the-scenes stuff? Like him getting hurt He broke his leg, yeah. yeah. You can see it in the that trailer. That shot is in the movie. That's nuts. Yeah. I love it. The of guy, course it the, is. The guy is a madman. Yeah. He's insane. He, he, he's the best. He's just the best. Uh, Rebecca Ferguson is back. And uh, Christopher McQuarrie. Now, this is interesting. The, this is the first time a director will do a second Mission Impossible movie. Mm. None, none of them have done it twice. Christopher McQuarrie is going to be the first to do so. Uh, this sh- should be sweet. I yeah. mean, it really should. It, Ethan Hunt's going to do some badassery. I'm assuming someone's going to get disavowed. Someone always does. And uh, we'll see what happens. But I'm sure someone is going to get murdered. Thing rooms. This starts to thin out, so we'll finish it pretty quickly here. Christopher Robin, though, on August third. I've seen the trailer for that. It looks it, it looks emotional, kind it of. Looks, it like looks very gonna... emotional. But yeah. then, did you see that new uh, Entertainment Weekly photo that came out Mm-mm. of the stuffed animals? It looks horrifying. <laughs> <laughs> like, let me find the picture because their their uh, article was like the new set photos from Christopher Robin look like nightmare fuel. <laughs> Wouldn't it, wouldn't it be funny if they switched it to a horror movie instead of, like, the sad drama? Dude, that would be... It'd be like Child's Play. Uh, Christopher Robin, for those who don't know, Christopher Robin was the boy in Winnie the Pooh. Now he's an adult and is apparently very sad, and uh, Winnie the Pooh is going to show back up in his life and remind him what it feels like to be a boy, I well, guess. Well, that trailer, he, like... Because it's, like, he... You don't really... You can't really tell it's Christopher Robin. Like, the first time you see it, you don't... And if you didn't know what it was, you'd be like, this guy is just working on his job. He, mm-hmm. His life sucks. And then you hear Winnie the Pooh's voice. It's like, oh, oh, bother. You know, like doing that stuff. And you're like, oh, shit, that's a grown-up Christopher Robin. That's going to be real sad. Same weekend, you have The Darkest Minds, which is another BSYA Ugh. novel about kids Darkest with superheroes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I saw that, and I was like, oh, we have another X-Men movie yeah. coming out. And it's not. It's, you can do whatever you want. And she's going to have to get the self-confidence to be powerful. It's, you can do whatever you like. <laughs> It does have the wonderful Mandy Moore in it, though, so... Yep, she will be in it. Same weekend, speaking of lovely, Mila Kunis has The Spy Who Dumped Me coming Oh, that looks awful. I have not heard a good thing about it. Is that a movie about Cleveland steamers? (laughs) (laughs) If it's got Mila Kunis and a Cleveland steamer in it, then I might go. Yeah, I was going to say, I'll be there opening night. Uh, Anyway, she she figures out that her boyfriend was a spy, and I guess she's going to go do some spy stuff. I don't know. Yeah, Kate McKinnon's in it. Yeah. I don't know. She needs to make better choices. The Meg is coming out on August 10th. This is a, a giant shark, I guess. Uh, oh. Jason Statham, Ruby Rose, Rain giant Wilson. Giant shark. Yeah. Uh, like, really effing big. Like, a giant shark. It's being listed here at 70 feet long. So. Oh, that's not that big. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Whatever. No, yeah. It just looks... It, it, the trailer... Have you seen the trailer, yeah. Seth? Yeah. It, the tone shifts like three different times. Yeah. You don't know if it's going to be a scary movie, a comedy movie, yeah. a fun B movie. I, I don't know. One yeah. movie One movie I saw that you just skipped over, uh, Happy Time Murders. Yeah. I have... I just randomly saw that like five, ten minutes ago. Um, I've heard nothing about it, but it sounds really intriguing. I've never heard of it. It's almost like this, uh, it sounds like a crime drama, but with, like, Muppets or puppets. 
Yeah, so Elizabeth Bank, Melissa McCarthy, Joel McHale, Maya Rudolph are in it. All his voices. Um, it's a Muppet. It's all Muppet acted. It says the, Mupp- the puppet cast of an 80s children's TV show begins to get murdered one by one, and an LAPD detective turned private eye puppet takes on the case. So that does sound kind of It sounds... I, I don't know. I've heard... I think I've heard a few good things about it. I, I haven't seen trailer. I haven't heard anything on the production, but the idea kind of sounds cool. Hmm. Huh. Uh, Captive State, same, this is, uh, August 17, Captive State, same thing, um, Vera Farmiga's trapped in a city, uh, that's been overrun by aliens, it looks like? Yeah, that's another one that I've, I've read an article at the beginning of the year, and it said, keep an eye out, out for this movie. Huh. I've heard nothing else. John Goodman, also yeah. in this one, always. Huh. And that's the thing, I thought him. that, with him being in it, and the kind of vagueness, I thought it would be almost, uh, similar to 10 Cloverfield mm-hmm. Lane. Very well, could be. Sci-fi, so I'll be there. Uh, same weekend, you're going to get Crazy Rich Asians, which could be interesting. It looks a little uh, rom-com-y. Yeah. Did you see the trailer? Yeah. I, I didn't watch it yet, but I heard it was pretty good. Yeah. I saw that one, too. Uh, sort of a uh, middle-class uh, woman is trying to marry a super rich man, and they're Asian. Uh, and their her future mother-in-law doesn't approve. That's kind of what I got out of it. Yeah. Pretty rom-com-y, but could be funny. I don't know. Um, let's see. August 24th is going to give us replicas. Have you guys seen this one? No. So it's got, uh, the idea is it's a sci-fi thing. A scientist is going to bring back members of his family who have died. So the, the movie has, um, a man who's their wife, his wife and daughter. And they realize, I think this is in the trailer. They realize in the trailer that they are clones. And so it sets into motion a series of events apparently Keanu Reeves is in this one Slender Man also I'll go to this because it's horror but man it looks like a stinker oh it looks so generic <laughs> the trailer was so terrible it's just like uh, oh no we have a scary man behind a tree <laughs> what's unfortunate is Slender Man is fucking terrifying oh yeah uh, the story of him and his like whole allure is very scary so. it just got it was invented through the internet yeah. wasn't it yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so I don't know we'll see if that's any good um, just a couple in September. You've got The Predator coming out. Uh, that one could be cool. Yvonne Strahovski. Huh. Uh, Olivia Munn. Huh. And uh, Jacob Tremblay. Huh. We're all going to be in this one. <laughs> uh, comes out the same weekend as Alpha, which is like a uh, kind of a caveman that versus... still hasn't come out? No. Oh my gosh. I've seen trailers for that for like eight years. For real? Yeah. Oh, it must I be thought that came out a long time ago. <laughs> Uh, Fighting with My Family the same weekend. That is a uh, biography about Paige, who's a WWE superstar. Uh, The Rock is involved in making that Yeah, he's in it for a bit. And then uh, that's pretty much it. You're going to get Night School, which is Tiffany Haddish and Kevin Hart. Um, You'll also get a Johnny English sequel. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The House with a Clock on Its Walls looks pretty interesting. Uh, it's kind of a haunted house type thing. Kate Blanchett, Jack Black are in that one. That one could be cool. Uh, not really a lot going on in September, though, so we'll see. Um, that's kind of it for the summer. There's a lot there. Um, but I don't think a lot to get excited about, frankly. It seems like a relatively light oh, summer season. I think there's one you missed. Um, I think it's an A24 one. It's Under the Silver Lake. Oh, yeah. Have you seen oh, that? Yeah. That one looks really intriguing. I saw the trailer, and I only watched... I didn't want to spoil anything else, but it's like... This 
story with Andrew Garfield, and he doesn't know if he's going crazy, yeah. and he's trying to hunt down this, like, yeah. woman that he met, but she doesn't actually exist, that, yep. but she might exist. I don't know. It looks really, it looks really intriguing. I saw the trailer before. I don't know when it comes oh. out, though. I think we skipped over it, though. Yeah, I must have missed it. I missed it on my list, but that sounds like something I gotta yeah. fucking see. Yeah, and, and the fact that it's from A24, I, I'm just like, yep, I'm gonna go see this. Yep. Let me find, I'll it might find be a release date on it. But yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that there's, like, uh, there will be twists and turns, and does it have a release date? June 22nd. Yeah, June 22nd. June 22nd on that. Uh, yeah, that sounds sweet. I, I know enough now that I will be going. A24, Garfield. Uh, he becomes he comes, becomes obsessed with the strange circumstances of a billionaire mogul's murder and the kidnapping of a girl. So, uh, we shall see. Last thing I saw Garfield in was Hacksaw Ridge, mm. which was awesome. Mm. So, it's been yeah. a few years now. Add that one. Add that one to the list as well. Uh, let's quickly go around the circle. Just list off. We won't go three, five, one, or five, four, three, two, one. Yeah. Just, just give me Seth uh, the three or five that you're most looking forward to in any order here. Uh, Hotel Transylvania two, <laughs> three, Mamma Mia. <laughs> uh, no, I did have five. Um, Tag, Deadpool two, Ant Man and the Wasp, Equalizer two, and Upgrade. Mm. Are my top yeah, five. those will all be sweet. Upgrade, I know is you're you're the highest on Upgrade. Yeah! That, that that one, I am gonna go to that one. It's sweet. Uh, I have uh, the Incredibles on here. Actually, the Predator makes mine. I think mm. that could be really interesting. Yeah. I like the ladies cast in that. Uh, Solo is on mine. Gotta love Star Wars. Christopher Robin. I I feel like this is the next movie that's gonna make me ball my fucking heart out. Uh, last one being Coco, of course. That'd be painful. Um. Let's see, uh, Solo, Christopher Robin, The Incredibles, Predator, and of course Mission Impossible. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. at the top. If I was to list them, that would be number one because duh. Yeah, I kind of have similar ones. Obviously, like Deadpool 2, that's probably number one. But then there's Solo, uh, Mission Impossible, Fallout. I am really intrigued about that Under the Silver Lake. That, like, yeah. I, I just, I feel like there's something about that movie that's going to be good. And then also upgrade i'd probably say is mm-hmm. just i mean it's not going to be this awesome outstanding film but it's just going to be stuff like it's going to be fun it's going to be gonna awesome be fun it's going to be the best film of the year <laughs> <laughs> i would maybe uh... there should be an oscar for f- most fun <laughs> most movie fun. and the most fun movie goes to <laughs> that'd be La so La i think uh if i would attack on a couple honorable mentions under the silver lake from the 10 seconds that i've known about it uh looks awesome hereditary i would add on the oh, horror yeah. realm mm-hmm. and then upgrade of course as well because it sounds like we're all getting more excited about that by the minute so um yeah those are the summer a lot still to come in the next few months people are going to be uh busy at the theater hopefully movie pass still allows us to go to as many movies as we want to see for all that time well i just got that email that i have to take pictures as well really so, yeah yeah we they're slowly see. slowly tacking it on changes are coming down a picture the of my ass to him <laughs> <Jesus. Start> <laughs> balance the movie tick on on, on your dick <laughs> how quickly do you think your shit would get shut off <laughs> Uh, that's actually hilarious. <laughs> Someone needs to do that. Oh my gosh. Well, we have talked a lot of movies uh, here today, which makes a lot of sense since we had uh, Jared, of course, on the show. At Jared Buckendall. So, Jared, before before we wrap the show up here, uh, anything in, by the way of plugs that you want to put out there for the folks at home? Just um, the butt variety. The what? <laughs> the butt variety. The butt variety. <laughs> the butt plugs. <laughs> no, no, no. That business, uh, that business went under, unfortunately. No, I don't know. Just uh, you know, check me out on, uh, you know, the YouTube, um, at. <laughs> 
Yeah, no, just you check. wanted it that yeah, time. Yeah, I did, I did, but you didn't want you didn't want to click the button. No, just check me out there with all my videos. Obviously, your guys' videos, your mm-hmm. podcast is there too. Um, I'm gonna have the ranking. Hopefully, it should be out by now. Um, the ranking of all 19 MCU movies, worst to best. Um, just weekly movie reviews, trailer reactions. I'm gonna try try to start doing some kind of one-off comedy stuff that's involved with like movies and whatnot. So hopefully, I can start doing that. Obviously, my first uh, JB Classic is up. Yeah, I'm hoping to do those more often, but those take a little bit more time because yeah. I have to have the mindset of 1997 in my head, <laughs> which is kind of tough at times. So yeah, I don't know. Just check out my stuff. Yeah, if you haven't, if you haven't, if you still haven't gone out and watched that Batman uh, review, you got to do it. I mean, that is <laughs> probably one of my favorite things that you've put out so far. That was fantastic. So. Uh, yeah, make sure you're getting out there and watching that. Make sure of obviously that you are subscribed to the YouTube channel at Jared Buckendall, and that you're following <laughs> us all on Twitter. Uh, we are at uh, Seth O at underscore Cody Michael at Soco Show Pod and at Jared Buckendall. <laughs> <laughs> Subscribe to us wherever it is you may be listening. Uh, Don't forget the YouTube as well. Hit the description for any and all information about how to do that. Uh, Also, if you want to request some money from Jared, you can hit him up in Venmo. At Jared Buckendall. (laughs) (laughs) Help me, I'm poor. (laughs) Uh, Don't forget audibletrial.com slash SoCo. Your first 30 days and your first book for free. Great. But for now, this has been episode 42 of the SoCo Show. This is Seth Ott, Cody Michael, and... At Jared Buckendall. <laughs> and until next time, we'll see you later. Bye!